gather round ladies and gentlemen too, as I tell you a tale that's rather quite new, a tale of a fountain that's covered in red, and the heroes without whom I'd surely be dead. Evil House Greenwood had cast in their lot, against our fair cities these nobles now fought. Down did they march to our holiest sight, a green flood of evil and might. Here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. Three did stand from white till that morn, three whose honor could never be torn. But while most did feed the fountain that day, to others did stand that death could not sway. While citizens scattered, they answered the call, with little doubt ringing that they surely would fall. Yet still did they stand, and still did they fight, that green flood of evil and might. Here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. From the shrine of the gods there came a blur, the Genasi strode quick and no step did slur. A whirl of sharp knives was his claim to fame, and you can bet victors his name. Shortly behind came a strong orcish lad, Ezra's heritage be mixed, but his strength ironclad. He drew back his bow with a Tushin's true skill, and his arrow struck the first kill. Here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. The pair fought like demons alongside our kin, the blade and the arrow to save all our skins. But Greenwood charged in with unmatchable might, victory was sure in their sight. Then came the rumbling of Bounder Claws, the war cry of Eve gave our enemy pause. The paladin roared and charged in the fray, her javelin sailing forth in a dazzling display. Here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. Shortly behind and not overshone, a woman who claimed fallow shield her home. Saradon attacked with mesmering song that her foes would not hear for long. Last to the aid, a being of pure steel, resounding steps that the whole square could feel. Bolt's fist flew forward with a thunderous crack, and together helped drive the flood back. Here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. The five fought hard and they struggled so long, their skills more than one could capture in song. By the time the Arcanum had entered the fray, our heroes had won the day. House Greenwood discovered 
upon their great fall, that heroes always answer the clarion call. They'll fight back the evil that threatens the land, and never kneel when they can stand. So here's to the fallen of Temple Square, the fountains run red with blood. And here's to the watch, their might is unmatched, the five who fought back the flood. The Ballad of the Bloody Fountain by Alessander Dawn. Hi, welcome to Tales of Anaria session 20. Woo! So happy, so happy it's 20. What a milestone. Here's, yeah, here's to another 20 and two more and then 10 more after that. That'll be a whole year worth whatever. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and jump in tonight. Uh, everybody hopefully heard the recap. It might've been fun, it might not have. We don't know yet. I haven't I haven't completely written it, so I hope it was good enough for you. Um, Is it a Hamilton style rap? <laughs> if so, I am sold. Okay, and you just become came twenty times more sexy. Okay, wow, uh, twenty times my charisma. It's like a it's like a what like a gauntlet of ogre power, but it's yeah, gauntlet of rap charisma. or something. The yeah. microphone of rap. Your charisma becomes twenty. Um, no, it's a um, Miranda belt. Now it sounds like now if it's not, you guys realize that now if it's not like a Hamilton rap, it doesn't sound good. Everybody can try it in the comments. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and get back into it. Uh, you guys have been, despite wanting to leave Terrabon yesterday, stuff happened. Uh, the Wayward Watch had to stay in Terrabon an extra day for celebrations and to get. Uh, awards and rewards and everything, and, and now it's the start of the next morning. So we had a long rest. Yes, everybody can take Ooh, a long rest. Good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I went through everybody's character yeah. sheets after the game last time, and it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I put you guys through the grinder, and uh, I put everybody else through the grinder that watched it last time, too, so <laughs> hopefully it wasn't too uh, destructive. But yeah, so here we are. Um, everybody kind of gets down for a nice morning meal at the Satin Cat. Janjin is still, she gave you a little bit of guff for uh, coming back after you said goodbye immediately, <laughs> making it feel not so heartfelt. Of course she did. Yeah, but um, you guys you guys settled that, and now you are eating breakfast, and uh, yeah, and I believe Eve received something uh, during the evening, is that correct? Now, did you want to read that off, or did you want me to? I will read it. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone, I received a message from Lady <laughs> Crestor. She said, My dear Wayward Watch, you have surpassed my expectations. While I was hoping to come out in a favorable position during negotiations for the high seat, thanks to your efforts with the Infinite Sight, your heroics at the Battle of the Bloody Fountain, a horrendous name to be sure, but one which is catching on, has allowed me a much greater control over the direction of my city. Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, dude. Yeah. I oh, have been a little worried about that. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. Let's it's move fine. on. I am the Senate. Uh, 
With my new position at the high seat, I have already begun efforts to bring the Arcanum into the matter of the infinite sight and informed them that my champions will be investigating the matter as well. If you are in a situation where the Arcanum is questioning you, simply show my crest and they should leave you alone. What was this at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> Do not abuse this power, Ezra. <laughs> she specifically names it. <laughs> was that you or that was me? <laughs> In addition, I know young Saradon has been quite concerned with the state of the Long Road and its defense. With the noble house's work to while the noble house's work to determine the fate of House Greenwood and their role in our kingdom, I have been authorized to hire temporary guards to manage the road. Hmm. I will be reviewing options and hopefully we can have a more permanent presence soon. While you have already received your reward as heroes of the events yesterday, I wanted to extend my formal gratitude for your efforts. I will admit that I was skeptical to bring you on at first, merely considering it to keep Ezra close to protect him from the sight. But when word reached me of your heroics at Bell's Watch, I knew you would do great things. Apparently, even that expectation was surpassed these last few days. You are well worth the cost of business, and I have no doubt that Thulian Kral will soon tremble to hear you are coming for him. If the exorbitant cost the captain of the airship sent to my subordinates is any indication, you have quite the relaxing trip ahead of you. I was going to recommend you select a different airship with a more standardized cost, but I believe I can allow for the extra luxury for my champions. Guess, guess? I better get my feet rubbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your time and give Ruby my best, but be sure not to forget your mission. The eyes in the sand are still out there, plotting their next move against us both. Be safe and report back any information you find. While I will be limited, limit, while I will be limited, my correspondent limiting. Yeah, limiting. I think. My uh, lady Crestor, she had one tiny <laughs> grammatical error. Freaking autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> While I will be limiting my correspondence <laughs> moving forward, considering my new responsibilities, this communication method will be monitored by my trusted agents. Best of luck, High oh. Chancellor Bellana Crestor. Oh. 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 Yes, <laughs> we shall be watching your career with great interest. <laughs> <laughs> PPS, I love democracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Something, 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 something dark side, something, 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 something complete. Legacy, the wise. <laughs> I don't mind being a Sith. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you see what you have done to her? Yeah, exactly. Her? It's, it's still, but guilt is just... Tori doesn't like the gray Jedi. Eve's gonna, like, pull the sword out and he's gonna ignite with red flame. Mm -hmm. Like, well... Whoopsies. Okay. <laughs> you could buy a flame blade. <laughs> so I, I believe uh, the first thing you guys wanted to do was uh, go for a little bit of a shopping trip. Shopping you have, trip! Yes. You have some uh, gold on you, and you want to spend it before you leave. So yeah, so let's go ahead and get to that. Um, let's start with... Well, I think Saradon's going to be easy, be the easiest. Is there anything that Saradon wishes to buy? Um, she's just going to be window shopping okay. right now. Making a wish list for later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I spent all of my money previously, so mm -hmm. I'm still in saving mode right now. All right, uh, what about Ezra? Uh, I'm looking for a magical tattoo shop. Okay. And then I'm going to look for bracers of archery. Okay, uh, those are both 
easy enough to find. I believe the bracers of archery are just they'll be just kind of your standard. You can go right. to um, uh, Wellspring okay. House and find it there. The the tattoo you do have to kind of go down a few streets to kind of find the proper parlor. Um, it's called the Spider to the Fly is the the name of the tattoo parlor, and you like go in the there. What? The Spider to the Fly. To the Fly. Okay. And there is a. There is a, an elven man in there who is covered like head to toe in tribal ink. Um, and, and he goes, are you looking for something specific? Magical? Non-magical? Um, definitely magical. I have something in mind. Uh, recently, in the last fight, I got kind of uh, beat up. And uh, looking for a way to maybe lessen the blow, if it were, as it were. All right. Well, I can go ahead and provide you a little bit of extra magical protection, if you want. Uh, feel free to sit down in the chair. How bad does it hurt? It depends on how strong you are. All right. I don't want you roll on uh, constitution. Not that strong. I have a zero, but we'll try it out. <laughs> All right. So he, you get in the chair, and um, I guess I guess the question is, where is this tattoo? What does it look like? Does or it do have to just, be what's in the picture? It doesn't have to be okay. what's in the picture if you don't want it. He wants a tramp stamp. I think I would do like a half <laughs> he can only sleeve. Okay. Turn around and use and it. <laughs> so the, basically the tattoo, the one from the book, it's like the shield spell essentially, but instead of buffing your AC, it lets you like reduce the damage. Yeah. And it's only a certain amount of charges. You'll see it right So yeah. I was thinking of like maybe like a half of a shield or something as a tattoo. Oh, and cool. then like you can throw it up and like magically like... Yeah, or something like that. Like two oh, halves of yeah. Ooh, Constantine style. Yeah, two halves yeah. of a tattoo, and then when he goes like that, it's like Perfect. a shield or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll do so, that. so he pulls out this kind of long uh, golden needle, and and he taps it a few times against this uh, jar, and it just starts glowing, and then he just starts. Uh, and it's it's old time tattoo, and every time he like dips in the ink, the ink glows. Oh, what color do you want this tattoo to be? Ooh, let's just do black. But when it's magically activated, it'll have that like. Ezra orange okay. glow. Yep. So it just it just adapts to your magic. Yeah. Um, go ahead and roll me a Constitution check. Let's uh, right, let's, let's, uh see. let's see how painful that is. Um, <laughs> uh, a nine. A nine. Uh, it it hurts, but I'm you're like a two-chin master. I'm trying like, not to yeah. cry. I'm just like holding it. In. <laughs> and he and during the time he is talking about like other people, like oh don't worry about it. We had we had a Goliath in here the other day who bawled like a little. <laughs> you know. Uh, he did tell you the price before you began, uh, oh, right, by the way. Right. 300 gold for that. And then I believe the... How much did I say the bracers of um, archery were? Get Discord real quick. You can edit this out. Yeah. Um, I think you said 250? Yeah, probably <clears throat> 250. Yep. 250 for that. 250, yep. Oh, oh. no. Yeah, 250. And he goes, so, five, so five, after five. about, say, like an hour and a half, and if anybody, like, wants to just be there to watch as we're getting the tattoo, that's fine. If you're that's watching, fine. then I'm really trying not to make a face, but on the inside, I'm, like, screaming. Yeah, Sarah's <laughs> watching. She's hey, fascinated. Would you like some vodka? girl take the edge off? That's rule number one of something you're not supposed to. You pour it on the I'm tattoo. <laughs> I'm pretty the, the elf sure. is like, yeah, that's right, and then he takes a drink. Pretty sure it'll <laughs> oh, be <crap>. fine. <laughs> Keep, make sure your lines are straight. Please. Don't don't worry. It's just meat, stead me. Can't get you that drunk. Is this a discount tattoo parlor? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a tattoo of the voider. <laughs> he gets the name wrong. Um, 
Every just, time you activate it, it makes like a farting noise. It still works. Yeah, it still works. It's just, works. Like, it's just, like, just like, a slow, yeah. long <laughs> fart. <laughs> oh, <come> on, man. <laughs> Um, does anybody else get a tattoo while they're here? It doesn't have to be magical if you just want a tiny little non-magical tattoo. Or magical in the way of like... I will say, in the shield, there's a WW for Wayward Watch. So if if anybody wants to get the Wayward Watch tattoo, they'll be twins. I want a Shash brand. A Sash. Shash. Corey doesn't know what that is. No. No no clue. It's a brand. It means means dangerous. It means dangerous. I think your blindfold probably would cover it. Dangerous. It would, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But all right. Uh, yeah, it takes about an hour, uh, but it's it's not even one of those like he finishes, kind of wipes up the the little residue of blood from the tattoo, and then uh, taps a finger to your forehead and casts cure wounds on you. So any residual oh, nice. damage is gone. I don't have to wear. Wraps you don't have to wear wraps for yeah <laughs> for any nice. time. Awesome. And you go, and then uh, it's just like that's uh, three hundred gold. Gladly. I'll even tip him 10 gold. Okay. 310. Always tip your artist. Nice. Well, if you guys ever need any more tattoos, feel free to come on in. Uh, my name has been Mikhail. 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 Is your brother Mikhail. named Chad? <laughs> how, did, how do you know my brother? <laughs> Just an uncanny resemblance. That's the tattoos, isn't it? Mm. His are exactly reversed from mine. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Is, and so, uh, and then, of course, we'll get to the Wellspring. I'm, I'm sure yeah. anybody else that needs to get anything for the Wellspring Item Company cool. uh, can. Now, uh, Bolt, what did you want to do? So, I want to pick up a brooch of shielding. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so, yeah, don't hit it there. You have to actually hit. From the oh really yeah I I did it like fifteen times so it wouldn't work so hit right or equipment equipment. seriously okay it'll work weird Uh, so so while wearing this brooch you have resistance to force damage and you have an immunity to damage from the magic missile spell which I I think we said it was about three hundred gold for that one yes yeah Yeah. um and normally like force damage isn't very prevalent but your pariah shield my pariah shield yeah Yeah. turns everything to force so So you can combine together. I am one functioning tank. And then you had mentioned another item to get my constitution score. Uh, that is the amulet of health, and that's 3,500 gold. So Okay, I'll put that on the wish list. On the wish list, stuff. Yeah. Yep. Which I believe is also on Victor's wish list. Um, so, was there anything that you wanted to buy today oh. or could buy? I was just going to buy health potions and stuff. Health, oh, yeah, ab- so. absolutely, yeah. Wellspring can provide any health potions and the brooch as okay. well. Cool. So. I, can I see if I can talk them down by 200 gold on Boots of Speed? On the Boots of Speed? Give me that good uh, persuasion check. Because I have 1,300. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> I could loan you some gold. So... That's a fourteen. Um, so the when the Wellspring Item Company person will recognize you as one of the heroes of the Bloody Fountain. Word is getting around. Hey, you know uh, how they call talk about the Bloody Fountain? That was my blood. <gasps> uh, yeah. So absolutely. And if anyone says I was unconscious, it's not true. Yeah, two hundred gold off sounds like a reasonable okay. price. Awesome. So I am. Right. What is the cost <laughs> for healing potions? It doesn't list it. 
Oh, right. Greater superior. Did we put it? it might be what in did the you get, Preston? Boots of speed. It might be in Discord from last time. Yeah. That basically just gives me... Uh, uh, click your heels together, double your walking mm -hmm. speed, and any opportunity attacks made against me are disadvantage. Um, you click it, so I click my heels and then click them again to end the effect. It's a total number of 10 minutes that I can use it. Cool. Uh, so potion of healing is 50 gold, potion of greater is 100 gold, uh, superior is 250, and then supreme is 500. And you can find them all here. And then uh, last but certainly not least, Eve, what are you buying on this uh, shopping trip? Eve is going to buy a cloak of protection. Okay. As well as... Twins. Yay! Triplets. <laughs> oh, you have one too. That's right. Yeah. We're looking fancy. Oh, yeah, probably. Well, we should all have WW matching clothes. Embroidered Yes. It's our house sigil. They're all sequence. Oh, yeah. Definitely sequence. Except for me, since that would. If I'm on the rooftop and it's like, bling, bling, then I'd get killed. So. I want mine to smolder so it's like the smoke wisps coming off it instead of bling. Yeah. So I can bling. And then uh, what else? And yeah, then a, a shield. Plus one shield. Plus one shield. So you're taking Cloak of Protection too? Yeah. Okay. Victor, on man out. No Cloak of Protection. I can buy one for you if you want it. Okay. It's in a two minute um, slot. So it's actually. So you guys take care of the magical plus, tattoo. Plus one to AC and, and plus one to all your saving throws. For 500, I got 500. I'll buy it for you if you want. Sure. Okay. I will buy a Victor A. Clone protection. And if you want, you can get them in front. Yes! Yeah! Now we got to come up with a good, like, insignia for the way we're watched, though. Maybe it's right here. Probably not. Not fading protection. Yes. On the way to the Wellspring Island Company, you guys are traveling down. I'm assuming you're. Going through the streets on Darien just as normal, Absolutely. and uh, as you normal. as as normal. Yep, like I don't think you go anywhere without Darien at this point because he's just yeah he's it's Darien. It's part of me. Yeah, uh, and you pass by a shop and and you hear the the door fling open and, and uh, you hear this voice, Miss Miss, please hang on just a minute, and you turn around and you see um you see this. That was the voice shop. of Mon Mon Mongo. <laughs> Mongo. Is that his name? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Mungo. Yeah. It's not nice. Mungo. <laughs> um, you see this. Mungo was more jowly. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, looking back, you see a shop uh, that the merchant has come from is the Hillcorn Tack Shop. Uh, you can see that the symbol that hangs over the shop uh, shows the colors and uh, crest of House Greenwood but the symbol has been scarred and peppered with stains of rotten fruit. Mm. Uh, the man catches up and takes a moment to catch his breath. Uh, he's very much kind of your, your pudgy merchant. You know, he's been a merchant for a while now, so he's been eating really well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, except for that his clothes seem a little bit more plain than you might expect uh, from a merchant uh, in, in a city such as this. And he takes a deep breath and he goes, my name is Miles Claremont, and I, I just have to say, uh, what a beautiful uh, mount that you have here. What is its name? Oh, thank you. His name is Darian. Darian, so beautiful, such a, a great coat, and so unique as far as uh, a mount goes. I'm sure you have a hard time finding any sort of like uh, special barding for it and everything like that, don't you? Yes. 
Well, I happen to be a uh, a master of uh, considering of, I've never looked. Yes, <laughs> of saddles and the like, and I, I, I want to make you an offer. You see, my family and I were planning on getting out of town for a little while, uh, moving out into the country, as it were. Um, and uh, we can't take all of our stock with us. And I had I had a commission come through that the knight that commissioned it can no longer fulfill the payment. So I thought I'd offer it to you before I left. Uh, a way to protect your mount without having to burden it. So, And then he kind of reaches into his big deep pockets on the side of his merchant robe and he pulls out uh, two things and he goes, behold. And uh, one of them is a large leather collar with a bunch of like symbols etched into it and this kind of metal, uh, you know, the metal tag, but it's got this, uh, a specific arcane symbol that uh, Bolt easily recognizes as a symbol of protection. And then the other one is a a bone choker, kind of like a three, a three uh, cloth ring bone choker that you might see um, in, in our world, like on a Native American or something like that. And they have the same uh, symbols etched into it. And he goes, this wonderful device will help your mount have the same amount of protection as you, or vice versa, if you prefer. Dang, girl, dang. And <laughs> it's yours if you want for uh, the low price of 600 gold. Hmm. It's very generous of you to offer me such a remarkable thing. Well, don't think nothing <laughs> of it. Like I said, it's uh, it would be something that would suit you rather well and protect uh, good good old Darian here. And he goes to try and pat, and the Darian kind of like just ships out of the way a little bit, and so he just pats the air. <laughs> what, what do you what do you say? Does he? Can I just check to make sure he doesn't have like ill intentions? No, yeah, go ahead. Roll me an insight check. Mm-hmm. Collar of necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> a collar of killbounder. <laughs> what, what am I? Well. Uh, insight. insight. If you'd like, okay. I can make sure it's what he Seven. says it is. Seven? I mean, he doesn't look like he has any ill intent, but Bolt, they'll just offer to. Uh, uh, if you would like, I could to, uh, see whatever it is, right. make sure it's what he says it is. Um, I would appreciate that before I if you don't mind. my heart. No, on. just take a few minutes. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and cast the identify okay. spell on it. Uh, so this is a barding of shared defense. It's a wondrous item, very rare, requires attunement, by one of two people who wear it. And I'll we'll explain a little bit more on that in just a moment. So uh, it's a bare pair of necklaces, each dis- displaying the symbols of protection. It takes an hour to attune to the barding, during which time both the rider and mount must wear their respective neckwear and remain within 100 feet of each other. Once the attunement is complete, only one creature need be attuned to it. See below. As an action, the wearer with the higher intelligence can declare who is providing and who is receiving the bonuses of this barding. Hmm. I'll laugh if Darian's like, I declare. Here's a monocle. He would be like, is his, his intelligence? You should buy him a monocle. Just <laughs> that, that just, just sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's very w- with his antlers, with the antlers through. Mm-hmm. Okay, Not now we're getting ears. silly. The ears just go down. <laughs> yeah, that's the silly part. Pretty cool. Um, the recipient of the bonuses uh, for this item must be the one holding the attunement to them, while the provider is free to attune to other items. If the attunement is swapped and the new recipient has no available attunement slots, the magic fails and the attunement on both creatures ends. So the recipient of the bonus gains magical shielding that supersedes their own worn or natural armor. The recipient's AC becomes equal to that of the provider, unless the AC is greater. And then uh, the other wielder gains no benefit 
from any armor bonuses unless it improves their natural AC. So he can't get an extra plus one unless it would improve his natural AC higher than yours, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and then <coughs> it also suffers no penalties that the armor would normally incur. So if, it, if it's heavy armor, they're not disadvantaged on stealth checks. Uh, the benefit lasts while the provider is conscious and within one mile of the recipient. Does, 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 did it say, I might have missed it, does one of them have to be a mount? Uh, one of them does have to be okay. a mount. Yep. I was going to say, otherwise, give it to me, because I, I want your specifically, <laughs> I mean, first of all, the leather collar is way larger than... Uh, I could wear a belt. <laughs> uh, but I did specifically That's say that one of them okay, has sash. to be a mount. Just make it. Uh, because I knew that that would come up. Uh, but it does also, like, if, if the situation comes up and you need to, you can switch it to where you're receiving his armor class. Mm -hmm. So if you got him armor beyond this, and then you had to have a situation where he need you know you needed to be and protected. we're within a hundred miles. Yeah, well, I... one mile. Oh, one mile. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. so it, it's it's something. But keep in mind that whoever is uh, receiving the bonuses is the one that has to be attuned to it. So it requires an attunement slot if you want to have his AC. But if you want to give him the AC, it's not going to require the attunements. Okay. He'll have to use one of his attunements. Yep, one of and his And I three. think the paladin mount disappears when it dies. Well, after a distance, too. I believe it does have mm -hmm. a distance. It blips. It. It's just like, bloop. And then does it, it come back within again? your range or whatever? Yeah, I, I don't so think it, it probably it, would never go out of the out It's of like the video game range. when you run too far away from your horse and you turn around and it's like, For instance, where you can go to the ball in like the Cinderella dress and still have the AC of like a tank. Yeah, you could. It'd be freaking cool. That is awesome. You just like go punch some noble and he punches you back and breaks his hand. <laughs> <laughs> but the more immediate benefit is that your boundary is going to be harder to hit, which is yeah. great. Yes, for... I'm so glad for that. Yeah. It was sad when he died. Thank you. Me too. Um, I I would love to purchase this. 600 Excellent. gold? Yes, 600 gold. Could I... He is trying to get rid of it. No, yeah, right. you... A motivated You're... seller. The Greenwood House, is that right? A former uh, proprietor of Greenwood, uh, but unfortunately, like I, I don't uh, subscribe to that any, any further. He seems a little flustered at being called out on it. <laughs> well, what do you say to give, giving me a little bit of a break? Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage, please, because you did call him out. <laughs> Doing well. Um... 14. I, I I could go maybe as low as 500 without uh, without being too deep into my uh, pockets there. I am saving up for a very special item, but this is indeed just as special. Absolutely. You can't put a price on the health of your mount. You cannot. I will take it for 500. 500 gold. 500 <laughs> is the price. <laughs> the price is 500. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, you can go ahead and get that. I will, I'm actually going to send that over. That would be this much. When Darian gets disapparated uh -huh. and he comes back, does he have to reattune? Nope. So, yep, I'm, I'm basically declaring it. And this will be, this will be any sort of like mount or summon creature. If they attune to an item, yeah. they're going to stay attuned. But if they are, if they're destroyed, the item goes with them, right? So it can't be, it can't be used elsewhere. Got it. Cool. See our recent DMs episode for more. Not recent, like that was like two kind of old. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that item should be over for you now. That's another homebrew original, so it's probably unbalanced. <laughs> but, uh, What's it called? It is called the Barding of Shared Defense. I like it. <clears throat> that means they're more fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank thank you to you for giving me this idea. By the way, when we you were talking about how your AC. <laughs> had gotten up to twenty, and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, that's great. Too bad Darian's AC is not that high. Like, but it could be. Wait a second. <laughs> There's what not is... enough barding in D and D, so no. it's good yeah. to have more barding. <laughs> what is uh, Darian's AC normally? 13. Pretty poopy. And he's got like sixteen HP. Ouch. Yeah, works. Instigate. Yeah, but not anymore. Okay, so uh, everybody heads to uh, the Wellspring Item Co. They're like, it's a, it's a very big store. It's almost big boxy. In, in feeling yeah, like like a, like a Fry's Electronics. Yeah, or, there's a, there's a couple like young teens stocking, restocking the potion shelves and everything, uh, in there. You get assigned a random teen to stalk you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and everybody can go ahead and purchase their items. There's no issues. Um, as far as any other haggling, like Wellspring is very iffy on haggling. Like they did that for Victor because. Uh, you guys were heroes, but uh, most of the time, like cloak of protections are pretty much standardized at five hundred gold. There's no, there's no sort of like special in that. I mean, if they want, I'm totally cool. Like wearing a bumper sticker on my butt that says Wellspring Item Company. If they want, <laughs> I'll, I'll be sponsored by them. I, I will send. I'll have somebody send you a correspondent for sponsorship. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Gotta have at least twenty thousand subscribers I mean, look at it this first. Way. You're the only. You're the only person of your caliber in this yeah, exactly. house like I mean yeah then she'll go ahead and write like she'll get your information <laughs> sure uh, and and who knows you may get a correspondence you're gonna be like a freaking NASCAR yeah I'll, I'll put them all over I'm cool with that if it gives me uh, cheaper items sure <laughs> and there is or like they, pro- they provide uh, free health potions regular health potions yeah if you have to send out a hundred messages to random people a day and tell them about <laughs> this is turning into an MLM <laughs> <laughs> no this is LuLaRoe or something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An area's first. I'll paint myself pink. Yeah. <laughs> pink caddy. Yep. So this, this is an area's first social media influencer. Yes. Bolt. I mean, first hey, for everything. Hey guys, what's up? It's Bolt again. Uh, just just hey, got the Wellspring item my, uh, Wellspring item company. It's your construct bolt here. <laughs> it's your boy. Your boy. Your boy. Your boy. Your boy. Uh, Where's that from? Oh, Big Sea Greens. Yeah. Biggest. <laughs> Why can't I get this to add? Why is it okay. being so annoying? So yeah, you're, the same you're going to like manage inventory at the top. Scroll down to whichever item or backpack or inventory or equipment that you want. Uh, at the bottom, click add equipment and then do it from there. For some reason, it it's doesn't like work. broken right now. Yeah. It worked earlier this morning because I was playing. Hey devs, yeah. I know you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> they watch every stream that uses and then also sponsor us. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe make we'll your wear bag a bumper sticker on our butts. Don't go towards your total. Yeah, level. let's remove the weight <laughs> from the bag of holding to yeah. or separate it something. Um, so it's after you guys leave the Wellspring item shop that uh, you guys have kind of another interruption to your day and it's in the form of a very amused looking Lyra Amber Eyes uh, leaning up against the building as you exit and she goes "Uh, good afternoon Victor and friends and new friends you've found even more it seems indeed uh, we are in good company it's uh, I'm, I'm quite the charismatic 
individual. Right. Can't you see it in his eyes? Can't you see my my it's plus one. one to uh, charisma? <laughs> Look at this. Club. Did you draw eyes on your uh, <laughs> <laughs> smoldering eyes on your? Now there's a tattoo. The oh, googly eye tattoo. tattoo. A fancy, fancy <laughs> thing you here, my friend. Um, to what do we owe this pleasure? <laughs> Uh, I believe uh, it's actually business, not pleasure, unfortunately. Ah, I see. You've kind of made a mess of my contract, haven't you? What with uh, the house that hired me being ousted and their funds seized? I did nothing to your contract, I assure you. <laughs> we both know that that's a lie. He just provided blood for the fountain, I, that's uh, all. <laughs> I will not... Uh, not deny to, to be fair, had you watched the battle, you would realize he really didn't do much. I, I did didn't watch the battle. Do, I, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the card moving forward and, <laughs> and how little and you, it actually did. We did nothing to help. <laughs> I didn't have any contract for it. Mm. Oh, so, dead amongst you. I'm at <clears throat> a little bit of an impasse here. On the one hand, I could take you to the disputation still and kind of show everyone there exactly how dishonorable you've been with the disputation among everything else. On the other hand, I'd be willing to uh, bow out of my contract if I were compensated properly for it. I was compensated I'm gonna have a drone because okay. she's pissing me off. GTFO lady. We're trying to get on Keskes' boat, <laughs> and uh, you can see you can see all of her like, all of her uh, kunai kind of just like lift a little bit off, and well, she's just like you, you got some brave friends. Look, if you want to be dishonored, that's fine with me. You're already you're already bad in my book, but if you're willing for a little tit for tat, I'm okay to just back out. So you're telling me you're wanting to blackmail me for money. Um, while I look, yes, I, I can see where someone might say I, I am made of it, but uh, I'm actually quite broke right now. <laughs> I, I, no I doubt that even on your best day you would have the 10,000 gold for my contract fulfillment. 10,000? I'm sorry. I don't think we've met. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lyra. Oh, hello, Lyra. I have heard your name. My name is Evitz. Uh, Likewise. Interesting to meet you. Um, um. It's a, now, from what I'm understanding, you're demanding Victor pay you $10,000 for a contract that cannot be fulfilled by your employers? Uh, no, I was saying that he couldn't possibly uh, pay that much. I'm asking for a favor instead. Hmm. Of course, we haven't gotten around to that. Uh, people keep interrupting. <laughs> As I'm getting really tired. Still <laughs> holding the arrows. Like, oh, oh, wait, oh, it's so I've just got tattoos. These hurt. Very well. What is it that you require, Victor? Victor, you're heading to the Ruby Oasis, correct? That we are, yes. Um, I have it on good authority that the Damascus Promenade is also going to be at the Ruby Oasis around the same time as I believe your airship will arrive. I want you to deliver a request for commission to Udathi 
and uh, get her to approve it. If you can deliver that to me in a couple weeks in Big Town, we won't have any issues, and I will cancel the disputation, saving your honor. These are a lot of names. <laughs> so Udati, and um, they, she wants it to be delivered to let her know in Big Town? Yeah, she wants the commission, once it's completed, delivered to her in Big Town. Completed. And um, you make it sound like it's, it's simple. Um, what is it that, um, why would you be willing to, to um, forgive and forget <laughs> for something so simple? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you trying to convince Udathi is not going to be simple at all. She's notorious for being uh, a great haggler, but um, you're in a unique position to be able to uh, speak with primes with humility. I've uh, I've heard about the way that you wooed Ivan, and I'm hopeful that you might be able to do the same for Udathi. Hmm. Do is am I um, allowed to know what this commission is beforehand? Uh, she hands you the scroll, and she, uh, which is sealed, and she says, you can break the seal if you'd like. Is it going to have negative consequences looking... So you look at the, the seal, and it has the onyx wings, like, crest mm -hmm. uh, in it. And she goes, it's not magical, if that's what you mean. All right, I just would like to know that um, that this is not going to hurt my friends or, you know, show up, and maybe it's a letter damning me to oh, a life of service or something, I don't know. Victor cannot see. <laughs> I can't read Then that would, that would be very hard for him to read that, wouldn't it? Makes him the perfect messenger. <laughs> so perhaps you should tell him what's in it. I could. She's the money or the commission. <laughs> <laughs> but she's really good in a fight if you need her. She does well. Is she five level six characters good in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Well, she kicked my butt. Yeah, but you were level one back then. <laughs> that was three level one. <laughs> you were level zero. There is now a level zero. <laughs> um, I think I can. I think I can do this. I think this is is reasonable. I know that, um, as I said before, I owe you one. And uh, while I do not like being blackmailed. I feel that uh, that I do still owe you this one. I will do this for you. I'd consider the debt repaid. I accept. And I'll put out my hand. And yeah, and she'll she'll shake it in the classic uh, eight ring style that we have uh, totally figured out and definitely know how to do on hand. Eight different moves, one mm -hmm. for each. You got a belt <laughs> on and lift up your shirts and play off. <laughs> perfect, do, do the, what is it, from? Uh, the truffle shovel. Goonies, truffle yeah. shovel, yeah. <laughs> It's really awkward for Lyra to do that. Like, it's just, hey, it's just hot <laughs> belly all the way down. At least there's like, not a moon landing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will deliver this safely. Um, and I will, I will meet you with your commission um, in Big Town. Perfect. Uh, it was wonderful to meet everyone again uh, uh, for the first time and again. Um, and uh, I hope to see you all soon. Stay honorable. <laughs>
You too, Tushin. And then she kind of just like walks back into the alley. Does <laughs> <laughs> the alley like close around her? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a tempest. Yeah. She just kind of swallows her up. Like her, but she's kind of sexy in a weird kind of bitchy way. I hope I this does not awaken anything in you. Uh, Bolt says. <laughs> Probably not. Well, man, she just disappeared pretty, pretty easily. And everyone else with dark visions like, no, she's just still <laughs> 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 She's just like in the dark. <laughs> Doing the jazz. No, no, I don't see it. Yeah. What do I do? Victor, you attract some interesting women. Yeah, she's a great she, knife dancer. They're, they're all, they are something. all very sharp. <laughs> Indeed. Right. I don't mean their mental prowess. You're right. Have you seen her blades? Do you see how yeah. they gleam in the sun? She is perfect at what she does. You saw that? Her execution. I felt it in my heart. <laughs> From last time I saw them, before I was blind. <laughs> they sound like they're super honed. <laughs> they sound very sharp. Um, do you want to do you want to explain what you know about the Damascus Promenade? Uh, sure. Let me get it uh, to make sure for the Damascus Promenade. Yeah. They are a. They're kind of like the merchant arm of. Uh, you have the, the. The Tempered Requiem that specializes in making armor, equipment, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then the these others are more like your merchants that take those and would be able to take them out of the world and They're your distribution, distribution, yeah, and, and uh, haggling and deal bra- brokering and that kind of stuff. They're also um, didn't quite. I don't know if I explained it quite well on the explanation there, but um, they're also sort of like the traveling carnival. Yes, style. Yes. Um, they're very much like they are. Snake they are oil. like a performance. <laughs> yeah. It's there's there's the plenty of like Western, traveling salesmen yeah. busking, uh, but it's a lot of like they have like exotic animals that you can go cool. see and like yeah. they have like little little sort of rides that they have. Not like yeah. full on like Ferris wheel style rides, but they do have like little like. It's like a little carnival. Would you like to head. go on a flying carpet? You know, and you could go up for like five gold or whatever it is. So. I'd take yep. a flying carpet over a Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And Udathi's <laughs> their uh, prime. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they remind me of the uh, Vistani kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, very Vistani. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he is an elf. Udathi is a man. Udathi is a woman. I'm sorry. Seems like they're all women. I mean, Ivan was a man. Oh yeah. And she's like, previous I know. she's like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. <yes. laughs> Ivan's mother, who was a prime, was a female. Yes. My, yeah. my, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So it's like good representation. Not necessarily patriarchal or matriarchal. It's just whoever. Just whoever's the best. It's like meritocratical. It. Yeah. Yeah. Meritocracy. Yeah. Meritocracy. All right. Uh, is there anything else that anybody wants to do in Terrabond before you get to the docks? Let's go to the docks. I want to Let's visit go see Blood Fountain, make an appearance. <laughs> Did everybody? There's like they like cheer. <laughs> Did everybody grab their? It's still being healing up. There's like, nobody. Go there. walk yes. up and like, and then like healing potions. Lay down. Let people take hmm. healing potions. I have healing. Yeah. I have. You got some. Let I people take magical snapshots. Yeah. Two leftovers. <laughs> crystals. Can't. It will. Not capture crystals. I have. And did everyone pee before we get on the show? <laughs> I was planning on There's no the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> Who Kes, knows? Kes probably has a chamber pot. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just over the, over the side. Nature's my. So easy. Nature's my. 
<laughs> All right, it's like um, nature's mileage. So after the changeups <laughs> in the city, the already crowded docks are even more packed uh, than they have been. There is plenty of people that are. It, it sort of happens whenever there's sort of a change up in the high seat. You see people leaving, people coming in. There's a lot of different like shipping that needs to happen to shift things around, uh, just logistically. So everything's a little bit in a uh, tizzy. Uh, and you are all on your way up, uh, just about to step up onto the stairs that leads to this kind of lattice work over the main dock area where there's all these different dock ports. Uh, when you hear a voice that cuts through the crowd and goes, Ezra? I'll turn around. Uh, so you see so. a rather small orc man uh, weaving his way through the crowd. His uh, graying hair and wrinkled face give him the look of a man just barely passing his prime. Uh, the tunic and cloth pants he wears are pretty simple, uh, and definitely not the the outfit that you saw him in last. Uh, but they are they seem fresh, freshly uh, worn. Uh, and he rushes right up to you. And he just he just wraps you up into this big hug, like full on barreling through whatever armor you have, you know. And um, again, you're actually bigger than Trevin is, but he um, he just gives you this hug, and he's just like, I I can't believe I actually found you. I, I thought it was going to be for oh, forever until I found you. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you you're out. Ah, yeah, so. they just dropped me off actually. Good. Um, How are you? How uh, are you okay? How is the book? Um, you know, are you okay? I'm good. The book is gone. I failed. Um, note on that later. Um, I'm good. How how are you? I'm healthy. Um, I got a little bit of gold from the Arcanum for uh, time render. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose. <clears throat> um, and I just I was just about to start heading back to Willowbrickalo. Um, you said our houses um, burned down. You're oh. sorry. <laughs> did you did you miss you burn the house down? <laughs> no, but it is probably my fault. Um, he 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 tried to burn the house down one time when he was younger. Oh, I'm sorry. Who are, you, are you going to introduce us um, to your father? Yes, this is my father, Trevin. Trevin, this is friends. We would watch. Oh, uh, uh, nice to meet you. And you, Sarah, um, Eve, Bolt. All right, Bolt uh, helped me out of Willow Creek Hollow. Actually, oh. it's true. Been a big help. Yeah. Well, thank you for your help, and thank you for all being uh, Ezra's friends. Uh, I well I gave him instructions to the contrary of helping or of getting people to help him. But well, I I suppose you can blame Bolt for that one. He told me that we should trust people. I didn't want to. But. It seems like it turned out okay, except for the book being gone. But I'm sure that's uh, uh, we're working on it. Okay, because uh, that is rather important. I, I have so many questions. What is the catalyst of change? Uh, <laughs> going heavy. We're That's, just gonna start right in. How are beans made? You, you know, you 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 know about that. Yes, I met Lady Crestor. She told me all about your past. I don't know, fling maybe. I, I don't know what you were doing. Um, with Lady Crestor, <clears throat> something about. Oh, I, I mean, mother, I, I mean, just like popcorn. <laughs> I. I mean, I don't uh, know the whole story. Of course, you didn't tell me everything. But. I mean, if you've met Lady Crestor, uh, that's incredible. I didn't have a fling with her. That was um, good. No, uh, she. She's kind of creepy. She's a little creepy, isn't yeah. she? Uh, no, the catalyst <laughs> of change. That's a heavy subject. Um, is what your mother believed that you were. Right. Um, the catalyst of change is this supposed being, person made of. Chronergy. 
that uh, born of Chronergy. And um, it's supposed to be the savior of the Withered Bow tribe, which is your mother's tribe. I, I never really told you too much about your mother, and I'm and I'm sorry. I've, I've failed a lot as a father. Um, you, no, you did good. She failed. She left. She, she failed I, as a father. I mean, I did take you away from her. Wait. Because she was going to use you as this tool of prophecy and... I, I didn't want to see you grow up as nothing more than a tool. Being a tool is no fun. Yes, you can ask Victor about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Woo! Burn. Brander would be able yes. to tell you all about that. Yeah, I can, I'm very good Just at sharpening kidding. knives. Just I can show kidding. you sometime. It goes like right over his head. So, <laughs> nothing will go over uh, that's, are too fast. that's a lot to take in. I always thought she abandoned us. No, um, she, I mean, I would have asked her to come with. I, I loved your mother dearly, but she she was dead set in her ways and she thought that you were going to bring about the rise of her people's empire again. It's so not too late. Could happen, but should it happen? That's the question. And I'm it's, not the it's, catalyst of It's change, a bunch of foolhardy rigmarole is what it is. It is. Except it, the book is true. Partially. We yes, the book is true. The catalyst. The, so, the withered bow believes that their their people used to rule the Ungolan Empire, um, and it, that stretched across the land before they say before even time was written, or something like that. And and now that uh, now they just live in the Ungolan marshlands and believe that someday their glorious empire will be restored to its full potential. So, mother is in the Ungolan. Marshlands. Uh, that would be the last place that I saw her, yes. I'm wondering if it's worth a visit after all these years. I would strongly recommend staying away from your mother. She's she's dead set on making sure that you fulfill your role at any means necessary. Well, she didn't fulfill her her role as mother, so I guess we're both just disappointments. I'm so sorry, Victor. I'm, there's There was so much that I didn't... Victor, huh? Or, uh, sorry. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ezra. A lot of days in prison. I hate when I think about people. Are you... So you're leaving. Where are you heading? We are going to the Ruby Oasis to track down something to do with the infinite side. Would you like to come? You look like you could use a vacation. I... To the infinite side. I think I'm, you should go see Einor. She could probably use some help in her kitchen. No, uh, got, you've, you've met Einor? Yes. We, uh... We've got an open invitation to a table there. I might have to try and uh, get in on your clout if you don't. Oh, was she single? I mean, that's straight. She's a pretty cowboy. Maybe. Brokeback Mountain wants a word. (laughs) 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 I think think the plan of going to Willow Creek Hollow might be more my speed. I'm an old orc now, and I can't really. Uh, Professor Larian is still there. You could catch up with him. Yes, of course. Uh, Have you been keeping up with your training, by the way? Um, I've tried. Haven't had any formal training in a while, but 
practice every day. And in fact, Victor is a uh, eight wing ring ring family member. Ooh. I do a, a flourish, like not threatening, just like a playful. Ta-da! <laughs> so we um, it's like constantly like challenge each other. Like a peacock. It's like, do all your blades cur- curtsy with you as well? <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad that you've surrounded yourself with wonderful people. He does great training every morning. You should and be very proud. Things. And thing, things, yes. I'm still a person. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Anyway, um, <laughs> some people are just so inconsiderate. I don't really know what used to it. But uh, I think uh, if we go to, to, you know, maybe let us know some embarrassing stories that we can use against him at some point uh, in time. You've been around me enough. I to will know pay you all in gold them. once I have some. Well, there was the one time that the kids in town convinced him to go skinny dipping into the Willow Creek Hollow, and uh, no. none of them showed up, and he ended up skinny dipping all on his own, running right through the town. The little, the little, the little, I think they just call that bathing. The, 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 the <laughs> skinny dip on your own. was showing his tushy. <laughs> mm, I think I have a new nickname for you, Easy. Tushy Shen. Tushy Shen. Uh, <laughs> don't disperse I'm going to branch tushy. off and create another thing that's kind of like the... It's a nudist colony like for Tushin. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that can be found at the Ruby Oasis. <laughs> but it sounds like you're, you're starting off, and you're you're actually you're doing what you want to do. Is it what you want to do? I think so. Um, once I get the book back, I feel like I'll be right back on track. Good. But, um, if you can find a way, I would destroy it. Why? The the magics inside are way too powerful for anyone to to wield the the idea of any sort of the infinite sight can do things that can affect your memory um no. and the book can do things that can affect the world's memory on a global scale like it, it, more than just one person entire empires could fall uh, kingdoms could have been destroyed in an instant we could be living in an alternate reality and not even know about it hmm. this is also how handy. did you come across this book i i uh, found it in a tomb Mm-hmm. You were an adventurous. That once. sounds like a future one shot. <laughs> um, I or a was past one shot. <laughs> a prequel one yep. shot. I I have uh, I've been an explorer, uh, or I was an explorer for a while, and uh, I I did stumble upon a uh, tomb and and was able to find the book. That's actually um, one of the things that led me to your mother. Um, I'll have to tell you the full story sometime. Is your mother a vampire using the tomb? No. Lady Crestor, though, maybe. Are you sure you wouldn't like to come with us? I'd love to hear this story. Oh, I... Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> I want to see I want to see if he uh, Perhaps Trevin. Perhaps we could ask Cascus if he could <laughs> stop <laughs> by Will of I have a really good persuasion. Might take, a, take us out of... Go. Eleven. Sort of. Eleven? No, I... I you I, go around I, the I, I really shouldn't... Anyway. Uh, do anything, uh, and to be completely honest with you, uh, I have a little bit of a reputation in uh, Big Town, Pilfer, Falcon Crest, uh, so I do generally avoid that area. Reputation, really? Uh, yeah, it's um. Are you a ladies' man? Not that it's, kind of reputation. It's more of I've made some uh, friends that. Uh, no, well, bad mistakes. I have made a few, um, but. Um, <laughs> You're not one of them. You're a great person. I have. I end up. I end up making um, 
powerful friends and even more powerful enemies there, and I'd rather not uh, have them know that I'm back in town. Well, if we're on the trail of powerful enemies, might as well give me a list and maybe we can just... What about Thule and Kral? Solve the issue. Oh. Friend or enemy? How old would he be? Frenemy! Well, if he dabbles in time magic, he could be not aged at all. I mean, I knew him when he was about ten years old and he was just sweeping around the uh, Infinite Sight's hideout. Very well, Ezra's father. We'll take a rain check. Yes. Um, I I must hear this story, perhaps over dinner sometime at Einor's. Yes. Uh, If you get a free minute, come on back to Little Creek Hollow. I'd be happy to... um, Put you up as soon as I find a new job and a new house. Just tell Einor that I sent you, and I'm sure she'll have something for you. Of course, thank you, Ezra. Or Valerian, even for that matter, could use someone to help with research. Or yeah, it might, it might or be. Or if you want idea. to become a man of the night, we know some people over there too. We <laughs> could help you. I know. He says it with a. <laughs> been there, done that. Um, no, thank you. Anymore. Um, <laughs> here is a healing potion. I'm going to give him a greater okay. healing oh, potion. Okay. Right. And I'm going to give him. Cross lovers. Um, mm-hmm. I will give him 10 gold. And just to make sure he gets I, I, there. I, I mean, it, you probably need the money more than I do. I just spent all the money on the things that I need. So you're in luck. Oh, thank you. Surely you have insurance. Home insurance? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, is that when like some extortion racket? To, that when you I go to the thing in the middle, what is that place called? <laughs> the the rivers converge and the Tower of Justice. Oh, the beacon. The beacon. <laughs> <laughs> you forfeit your right to basically everything. Hmm. It's a long road back. Including insurance. Including insurance. Mm. Yeah. That's a shame. But uh, best of luck to you. I, and I mean that with all of my heart, Ezra. Best of luck. And he, he gives you another hug. Um, with with basically this father trying to impart everything in one single hug. And Group hug. Yeah, we, we, we join in. <laughs> um, all right, well, then everybody gets like... to see this, not just Ezra. Uh, so all of you get a vision in your heads. Whoa. Uh, so, uh, this is vision number four. You, get, you see your father in flashes, or Ezra's father for everybody else. <laughs> Um, first on the Pouncewind Prairies, then aboard vessels and rivers and port towns, uh, basically going through his life. Uh, each memory is of a particularly harrowing time for Trevin, uh, near misses and lucky breaks. As you watch your father in his younger years, you see his choices displayed in a magical yellow trail. He ducks to the right, following the trail as his movement causes him to avoid the deadly claws of a savannah lion. You see him drop to his knees and beg forgiveness in front of a gnarled-faced man with a cutlass, rather than follow a trail that would have him run away. You see the brief debate on the angle of a blade as it drives downward, the trail he follows leading to the gnoll's eye and killing it, rather than letting it live with a severe wound. The final three are the most intense visions of all. The first shows the yellow trails branching in dozens of directions with his path helping him avoid trap after trap until his hands wrap around a book in the midst of a crumbling tomb. The second shows him ducking between a pair of colorful tents in a sand-swept market, causing him to run headfirst and into and knock over an elven woman carrying a large stack of furs that he cannot see. <coughs> the final is a bird's eye view of this very moment 
where the yellow trail finally ends at his side, before beginning again in a dazzling display of orange magic. Oh, I got shivers. That was cool. As you snap out of the vision, uh, Trevin breaks the hug, smiling brightly, not even realizing that anything occurred, uh, before saying, I'm so very proud of the man you've become. I know that you'll be safe. Out of character, Ezra now has the lucky feet. Oh. Cool. Wow. Two, one uh, feet or two feet? <laughs> and why that is, maybe we'll find out. Okay. Cool. Well, I will I try and hold in all of my tears and just squeeze them back. Yeah. Uh, and hug. Yep. And once once you guys have had your slightly trying to hold back the tears, tearless goodbye, uh, he, he gives everybody else a, a, a nod and then heads off looking five years younger and like the weight of the world is off of his shoulders. It was very nice to meet you, Travis. Wonderful to meet you as well, Bolt. Uh, sorry for not thinking you were a person at one point. It happened. Thanks for taking the name. <laughs> um, and then you are able to head on up. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, for my head, the macabre side of my brain was waiting for something to hit him as he walked <clears> down the street. And like just leave him splattered on the ground. Yeah, because it was the, like the like, end of the show. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's like, gonna die! Like, like, oh, what's, what's gonna happen? I, gonna I was happen? I was worried that that might be the case. That at least one of you would be like, "No, he needs to come with us now. We need to protect him." No, that's just a it's okay. I'll passing let, of the I'll torch. let my father die if it drives the story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's, uh, let's get that taken out of context for one of our shorts. How about yep, right. <laughs> it's for the blooper reel. Yep. Uh, yeah, so you guys can head on up to the greatest treasure. Uh, in all of its raggedy glory, you see the big propeller uh, from the windmill that is attached to the back. Hug is currently, like, uh, hoisting the last few of the crates on, and as you approach, he, he stands up and he, he waves and he goes, Hello, everybody! How are you? We are good, Hug. Thank you. Good. How are you? Do you have luggage? I was told to ask for luggage. Backpack. A little... Leather pouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks up Darian, <laughs> like giant bunny, and puts him onto the onto oh the deck. Gosh. And Darian's completely Do not squeeze bunny. Oh, of course not. Do not eat bunny. That's him. Do not call him George. And then and then there's a little puff of smoke as the hatch opens up and Cassius comes out, uh, wiping away the soot from his goggles, and he closes it really quick, quickly and locks it. Uh, before turning around and saying, ah, friends, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Yes, yes, I have everything prepared for your wonderful journey. And he moves over to a section of the ship uh, near the front that has been cordoned off with these giant bed sheets, and he pulls them back, uh, and there are just hammocks uh, waiting for you. There's there's a large, like, tub of water, but it's just like a, one of those iron cast tubs. <laughs> and he goes, as you can see, all amenities prepared. Everything is nice. Yes, yes. Now, guess, guess, did you get my special request about putting those little uh, sound vibrations on the hand railing so I don't fall off? Ah. Uh, you know, we want it to be accessible as possible. I tell you what, guess has to do. I loosen bolts on railings so they rattle. Yes, yes? <laughs> Good enough. Whatever. <laughs> We'll watch him. Don't, oh, don't lose it. Even, even better. <laughs> I, I saw. So good to see you. I love your messages. <laughs> Thanks, Cascas. I, I don't tell these folks about all the messages we send. It's embarrassing <laughs> oh, how much we it, write. It's true, and, and we do talk about them quite a lot. We do. Yes. yes. 
Mm. He's like my personal journal. <laughs> it's not, diary. I mean, Dear Kes, from now on, I want all of the recaps to say "Dear Kes Kes" instead of "Dear Mother." <laughs> no more letters to mother. Only letters to Kes Kes. O M G Kes Kes. Can you believe what Sari did? And he he does he does read them with curlers in his hair and his feet. And he and so he ushers you all on and he says hug, hug, uh, push off, push off and hug takes this giant rope and pulls it off and then just kind of takes his foot and pushes the greatest treasure out so it starts floating. Um, yeah, I mean, if anybody is nervous about flying, they can roll a constitution saving throw to see how they do. Yeah, Suddenly, uh, Bolt has some some major flying anxiety Okay, come over them. All right. I'm not sure why. Maybe it has something to do with, you know, falling out of a freaking skyship <laughs> at some point. <laughs> did roll a... Well, that's true. Um, 24 on my con save. Okay. But Bolt is going to go to the center of the ship if there's something to hold on to. Like, I mean, there's some tied-down crates probably yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you could probably, like, put another rope around. Just kind of, like, maybe, like, hook an arm through yeah. the ropes and, and just, just sit down. Uh, and Cascas runs to the back. So, the, so the way that the ship is laid out is it's kind of this. It looks almost like just a transport barge. You know, it's it's pretty boxy, pretty square. Um, the front uh, section of the ship is cordoned off with the the big sheets and everything for you guys, as much luxury as Cascas can provide. Um, and in the back corner, the back uh, I think it's the left corner. There is like a small bunk room where Cascas basically runs the ship from that's where he steers from that's where he basically lives and then and then hug just kind of like sits down at the back of the ship and just relaxes he starts like playing with the the phoenix feather as you guys uh start traveling down oh, the, the boat flies is like it just sag wherever he's sitting <laughs> a little bit sorry sorry just goes to the to the to the metal tub and looks in it and, and casts create bonfire in the water okay to like heat it up uh, yeah, definitely, and that will heat it up. Yeah. I'm gonna walk by and just splash you with it before it gets too hot. <laughs> okay. yeah. Eve will lay in a hammock with her snuggle beast. Yeah. I mean, the the hammock is probably the best place to be. Is like there it's any, a, like over the side? He's loving it. Yeah, because he knows that if he falls, he'll she, she can just summon him whenever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, he intentionally jumps for half an hour. Yeah, but the hammock is the best place to be. Like the greatest treasure is as rickety as everybody remembers <laughs> as it's going along. Uh, but the hammock kind of subdues that to make it kind of a pleasant kind of vibration rather than any sort of like jitteriness. Yeah. Um, plus, any sort of uh, sudden tilt or anything, the hammock just absorbs that completely. So. Kes, Kes, did you replace the motivator from last time? Oh, yes. Motivator replaced. Uh, old one, very old, though. Uh, but new one, much older. <laughs> but still works. It still works. Great. Uh, so you guys actually uh, continue. It's going to be a seven-day trip. Uh, Kes, Kes does try to provide as much, like, luxury as possible. He knows that He knows that you guys are going to the Ruby Oasis and uh, on a vacation. And so he's he's very much like, 
like he tries to prepare nice meals, uh, anchovies and other sorts of fish for dinner, that sort of thing. Uh, he sticks to yeah. he sticks to the river, so there's a lot of seafood, uh, and you can see that a hug actually fishes off the back with a jar with Cascas's uh, giant hook. And he catches rather much. Cascas's bait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cascas is just like Samuel's there, and, he, and as one's coming up, he just like pokes it with the spear, and then yeah, we're, we're good. Um, but they get like some of those giant tuna, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. that exist in the rivers of uh, an area <laughs> inexplicably, uh, despite there not being salt water. Um, they swim upstream. Yes. <laughs> and. But he never goes over the Emerald Wilds, which you guys pretty much immediately get into on your journey, uh, because right outside of the uh, <clears throat> right outside of Terrabon, heading west, is yeah, um, the Emerald Wild on either side of the river, and it, it's like going down the Amazon rainforest, uh, you know, the, the Amazon River. Uh, just there's just jungle. Do on we do side. we have a good view of the mountain? Of uh, which mountain? Of the one in the middle of the Emerald Wild. Uh, Sky Peak. Oh, Sky Peak? Sky oh, Peak. yeah. There's always a good view of Sky Peak. Yep. Yeah. Sari spends a lot of time just gazing at that, looking for dragons. Um, Kaskas offers you a telescope oh, with yeah. a cracked lens if you'd like to. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, go ahead the... and give me a perception check. Oh. Uh, 18. You swear that you see something with lizardy wings. Like leathery reptilian wings. And I'm sticking to it. Yeah. That... I saw a dragon. Did you see it? I start passing around the telescope so everyone can see. I put my hat up. No, I see nothing. <laughs> what about... Cascas comes over. Victor's close to the edge. Back up, back up. <laughs> uh, perception check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about a 23? Do I see a dragon? Uh, you see kind of like a uh, whip-like tail with a... With a like kind of like a, a scale uh, look uh, to it. I see a tail went through the clouds. I think you're onto something. <sighs> no, I gotta try. There's something, <laughs> out, there is something out there. There's been no credible reports Perception of dragons. My own eyes are credible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am credible. I saw what I saw. And, and that's what Bull says from sitting next to the pile of crates yeah. that's all strapped down. And <laughs> that would be an eleven. Uh, yeah, you. By the time the the spyglass gets to Eve, like. There's nothing. That's there. just a cloud. It doesn't look like a dragon at all. Are you two trying to tease me? No, it's a cloud Evie, dragon. This is not something I would joke about. Don't worry, don't see Those clouds must be its own breath. It's hiding. Mm. I saw a tail. I'm choosing not to believe. Not because I don't trust you, your opinion. There are no dragons in an area, says the kobold. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do the stories come from, I wonder? <laughs> They're from the next door town. Uh, Keskes, are you sure there aren't any other large air creatures that could knock us out of the sky? Well, I mean, uh, there's griffins, uh, peritons, rocks, there is uh, wyverns, maybe it's a wyvern. It was much Much bigger than a wyvern. Much too big. Uh, There's there's sky rays, there's... um, there, I think I saw a sky whale once. Uh, I should not have asked. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll me that constitution check again there. Even higher, <laughs> somehow. Why are you rolling good? Wait till battle. <laughs> um, it's on. It's actually the, on the second day that the only thing of note happens on this journey. Uh, and that's that there is kind of a small uh, explosion from below. Uh, it doesn't like, there's no like, 
burst of fire or anything, you just hear this bolt squeaks, boom, <laughs> and the ship just kind of drifts to a stop, and the the windmill stops turning. It's still floating in the air; it hasn't like started falling out of the sky or anything. Uh, but Keskes comes running out of the cabin, and he he runs down and he he stops at the lock and like kind of hunches over it to to fiddle with it in whatever way unlocks it. Then he flings <laughs> open the do- door and and he stops and he turns around and he goes hug protect and uh, he closes the hatch and hug goes over and just sits down on the hatch uh, and just waits there and he goes I've never seen down below and about an hour later uh, there's banging on the hatch and hug uh, steps up and uh, Keskis opens up the door and turns to Bolt and says you artificer yes yes can you help uh yes and I'll uh I'll crawl over (laughs) to the hatch (laughs) Okay. And, and, yeah. and climb inside. All right. Something's uh, wrong with both guys. I tell guess. us what you see down there. Hug protection. <laughs> he closes the hatch. I think he needs um, recalibration. Something that's not right. Some Dramamine. Needs to reset. I wonder if a swift hit to the head will restart the system. Yeah, that totally <laughs> works. <laughs> I think that only works in movies. We could try Whatever a movie is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a magic picture. It only works in stories. Um, so you go down below deck. Uh, the second deck is just full of cargo. There's just nothing but cargo in that second deck. Um, there is a little, like... there. There is a rather big, like, opening hatch that allows you to uh, open up that part to get the cargo out with the crane that you know is... Actually, it's probably also down in there as well because mm-hmm. it comes up out of there. Um, but he takes you right down to the next set of stairs that's right there because it's just like a... In fact, it's probably just a spiral staircase that he took from somewhere. Uh, and he gets you down to the bottom level into the engine room. And what you see is you see this kind of uh, red glow that's coming from this weird latticework of uh, arcane cables. And as you approach, you see that actually the uh, the middle of this latticework is... Uh, what appears to be a heart of molten lava. It's very clearly heart-shaped, but it is uh, it is made of molten like lava. Like atomical heart or like... Mm-hmm. like heart yeah, anatomical. Okay. Yeah. Candy, like, candy heart <laughs> shape. Like, it says, save me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he goes, he goes, I'm not sure what's wrong. Heart no longer providing power as it should. Hmm. And that is usually your power source. Yes, yes, that is that is uh, Keskes's power source. Uh, I would like to try to investigate, see if I can figure out basically kind of how it works mm-hmm. uh, initially, and then see what's causing yeah. it. To cause you can it. go ahead and roll me an investigate check, or you can use your uh, like a tool proficiency. Uh, basically, any tool proficiency should work here. Okay, supplies, mace tools, smith tools, thief tools, tinker's tools probably would yeah, be tinker's tools. Good. So that's just my proficient double proficiency, mm-hmm. right? It's the same as my investigation, but uh, eighteen dragons are real. Okay, um, eighteen. Uh, yeah, you're able to kind of figure out that uh, this, like, you kind of act. You kind of take a moment. Do you have to detect magic specifically? No, no, I do not. Okay, <laughs> so you just kind of take a moment to kind of get. I've identified. I can be like. Touch things every ten minutes. Yeah. To figure out what you are. you get you see like a little bit. You you can feel the arcane magic coming off of this heart that is beating and glowing inexplicably without actually being 
part of any sort of living creature. Uh, and you realize that like these cables are specifically going to individual systems uh, on the ship, like magical uh, crystals that power the ship's thrust and power the ship's, uh, you know, allow gears to turn that sort of thing. And you do realize that this thing is a complete jumble. Like it, it, it's, it's a complete mess over the years. He's had to reroute everything. Um, and you you know that you can fix it. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Well, I, I think I see your problem, um, but you're going to have to trust me. I, I'm going to have to undo all of this and <laughs> and redo it. It's like a really uh, bad IT closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, not, none yeah. of the cables are... No, no cable management. Yeah, there's no cable management. Um, Okay, Cass Cass will trust. Um, just don't mention any points of the art. Why Why exactly are you uh, embarrassed to have people know about it? Or scared? Not embarrassed, scared. Um, Hart is from Cass Cass's former master. Um, he's long gone, uh, but he left. That's his heart. That is his heart. Oh. He he left it he left it to Keskes as a reward for service and to keep him alive in some capacity. Who was your former master, if you can say? Um, master's name was <clears throat> Zolzirus. He's <laughs> dang it! How do you know my sources? <laughs> this spell, Z U L. Z-I-R-I-U-S. Or R-U-S, not I-U-S. So this is Zolzirus. Gave you his heart. His heart. Yes. Not not one that he owned. This is, okay. yes, this, this is Zolzirus' heart. And told you to keep it safe. Mm-hmm. Did keep it safe? Yes, <laughs> he, he said, "Keep it secret." <laughs> and uh, and you have used it to power your ship. Not not best use of heart, I'm sure, but it makes ship mine. It, it is greatest treasure. It's, it is very ingenious. Thank you. But now is broken. Do you know? Ha- has it been acting up recently? Uh, past few years. What has it been doing? Just stuttering, stalling. Uh, one time it failed completely. Is it a big heart or is it? Oh, it is a it is a big heart. Like like, yeah. like how big are we talking? Like uh, bigger than Bolt. Oh wow! Okay, I'm looking at this. I was actually that was actually one of my questions. Um, based on the size of it, what was Zolzirus? Kes uh, Kes looks very uncomfortable, uh, but he goes, Zolzadris was molten dragon. <laughs> I know. Dragon. Yes. As in as, as creature in, of lore. As in never, creature Never with, been seen in an area, a dragon. Uh, Zolzadris was last dragon of an area. There is another. <laughs> there is another. <laughs> wow. Sister. <laughs> I've never been 
I've never seen a dragon's heart, let alone a dragon. He was he was glorious to be old. Well, I, let's get to work. And so I'm going to start directing him to, you know, hand me certain cables. And, okay. You know, I can't take yeah. it. So um, it's it's interesting because, um, like, as as you pull the cables out, they kind of just come out cleanly. There's no like, it's not like trying to jam something into a heart. It just kind of like magics together pretty smoothly. Uh, especially because this is like, you can feel like molten lava's worth of heat coming off yeah. this thing, but it's not burning the ship around you. Uh, and after about an hour or two of work, um, you you get that last cable plugged in and the everybody up top, you hear kind of the shudder, and then the ship starts it moving again. Like, yeah. <laughs> it starts stuff. It just starts like going forward and in in a rapid beat. Uh, no, actually, the ship starts moving again, but it's smooth. It is it is comfortable. It's it's like being on solid ground without being on solid ground. There's no sort of light shutter or anything. And Keskas actually looks in wonder and says, "It's like the first day I put her together." Well, I. As long as you keep up the maintenance on this, it should last for, I'm assuming, as long as the heart has magic and something this powerful seems to have a nearly endless supply as well. It, uh... But I would recommend looking for an alternative power source, just in case, some kind of a backup. Cass can see what he can find. And I can help you integrate that too, uh, if you find something. Of course. Um, so please, no tell friends about um, heart. Don't want word getting around about um, dragon heart. Yes, yes. Yes. However, if I did tell my friends, they wouldn't tell anyone. Maybe except for Sorry, but craggy. but craggy would tell everyone. All craggy can't is, keep a secret. You have been <laughs> you have been very kind to, to us and very helpful. <laughs> um, so I will keep your secret. Hey, if if you feel friends will keep secret, friends can. I will will determine that at a later date. Uh, we should head up. Okay, and he. He kind of uh, kind of wipes himself off a little bit, uh, takes one last look at the heart before he heads upstairs. Just kind of, uh, you could just kind of see that flash of mem- some memory. I do tell him. I do tell him before we go up, like, don't act so suspicious when you go <laughs> in the hatch. It has made everyone wonder what the hell is down here. Good advice. Just act like there's nothing at unusual about going into the bowels of the ship. Okay. <laughs> I keep it locked, obviously, but <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get a nice little bump to his uh, stealth checks from now on. Uh, so after about a couple hours of everybody waiting around, the ship starts going smoothly again, and uh, shortly thereafter, Keskes and uh, Bolt come up out of the hatch after knocking uh, to get Hug off of it. And I still crawl over to the <laughs> to the crates and sit down. And, and then uh, Keskes closes it up and locks it and then just walks away uh, whistling to himself. <laughs> um, trying to be as casual as possible. <laughs> as he gets back to flying. Like extra casual. Yeah, he gets back to flying what is now a, a rather regular ship. And um, 
you you all start noticing that like before the nights were kind of cold a little bit. You had to wrap up in blankets. Uh, obviously, the tub was uh, only warm if uh, Sarah actively, you know, warmed it. Casting fire. In it. Yeah, but uh, but now there is a kind of a, a, a heat that permeates through the vents yeah. of the ship, or basically through the wood uh, one floorboard. So you don't need uh, nearly as much bundling up. the The water is warmer, and it's a all in all more pleasant journey now. Well, I don't know what you did down there, but whatever it was, it worked. What well, was it? We had to rewire everything. Mm. Um, he had a standard solarium engine core, but it was, well, have you ever seen a drunk spider web? <laughs> it's the best way to explain it. <laughs> you know, how, have you ever seen the videos where they, they dose spiders with like LSD and different drugs and then watch them? No, is they that make a web. thing? Yeah, well, it's, they do it for science. For science. For science. <laughs> and then they watch and, them make a web. And, and certain, certain drugs make them do like like the crazy crazy web. big webs yeah. and like super intricate. And other drugs are just like they're just like they like make a line. The back weed one was hilarious. It did like a line and then it was just like and like slapped it. So like one line. Yeah. <laughs> the LSD one was like all over the someone, place and crazy. Someone took that video yeah, and then at the very that. end they're like, and the one that took mar- or uh, what was it uh, CBD oil or like yeah. marijuana or something THC made a hammock oil. and took a sleep. Took it out. Yeah. yeah, think of a spider that's been incredibly drunk trying to make a web. Mm. And that's what it looked like down there. So we actually tore the whole thing apart and started over from scratch. It's, have you noticed? It's much much smoother and, and all the amenities seem to be working properly now. If you took part. everything apart, right? Well, generally, generally sky ships are built, so uh, that part of them is very redundant because you, know, you may not be able to move forward. Uh, hence, hence why you actually see a bunch with uh, sails as well, because mm-hmm. the air currents are able to move them. Okay, which is probably something that Kaskas should invest in. Some kind of. You sail. set the propeller. That's, that's moving the ship forward. I know, but if it ever fails again, you can just unfurl the sail. And <laughs> it's got hug and then a bicycle Kesskes size that hug gets on. And <laughs> <laughs> just uses his hands. You, you did ask him to look for a different mode of transport. Like, yeah, a backup. Yeah, backup. Yeah. So that might be what it ends up being now. <laughs> well, there's like those solar yachts that when they run out of battery power or it's like super cloudy and they can't recharge, they actually have a big sail that's like a big parachute basically out front that unfolds and pulls oh, cool. the yacht along. Pretty cool. Searching for your next purchase. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> most I might just, I might just make a to a yacht. Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, so the next five days are smooth sailing. Uh, there are no pieces that break. There's no sort of injury. Like it, It's a completely different experience from your guys' first uh, four-way, uh, foray onto the uh, greatest treasure. And uh, soon enough, the jungle gives way to plain land. You can see off in the distance is uh, just the barest hint of jungle, or not jungle, uh, desert. And you can see, you can kind of just see a few different towns scattered uh, to the north. Uh, To the south, you can uh, make out uh, Potter's Path a little bit, uh, because it is one of those shore towns near the edge of the Emerald Wild. And of course, uh, straight ahead of you, rising up, as always, is the beacon. This large uh, triple tower arcanum uh, 
home base with a glowing orb uh, kind of floating between the towers. And it, it's almost as bright as the sun itself going across the sky. So there's points where it, the kind of one sun eclipses the other, mm -hmm. as it were. And uh, about the time where the uh, all the rivers meet, uh, you veer off to the right, and you start coming down, and you can see this small little port town uh, on one side of the river that you pass over, and on the other side, uh, right at the edge of this desert. Um, you can you can clearly see that everything's starting uh, to get rather sparse. There's uh, very little vegetation, except for this large oasis and this beautiful uh, resort mansion that is that's larger even than Lady Crestor's mansion. Uh, that and a little bit of a dock and a couple warehouses uh, besides. And as you're as you're approaching, there is this rather nice luxury yacht. In fact, we'll we'll go ahead and say that it's the We Will Pamper You uh, <laughs> that you guys uh, weren't able to book passage on. Uh, <laughs> it is very sleek. You can kind of see that kind of they've got um, sort of this multicolored uh, fish scale underlie, and it is it is parked, letting off a few nobles and uh, the crew of the We Will Pamper You kind of looks <laughs> completely shocked that a ship such as the Greatest Treasure uh, is uh, waiting behind it to dock at this single port as well. And shortly enough, uh, you guys pull up as the other ship leaves and there is a man in uh, kind of white robes with a little bit of gold trim standing there and he, uh, he waits for you to Embark? Disembark. 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 Thank you. I forgot the word there. You know what word I forgot today? Venue. Mm -hmm. I was trying to type the word venue and I kept uh, I kept on like thinking avenue. And I was like, a venue? A venue? A venue. Yeah, a venue. Yeah. A venue. Anyway. A venue. And good afternoon, everyone. <clears throat> My name... Wow, Chauncey. My name is Chauncey. <laughs> And I. Sarah was going to call him Chauncey regardless, so. Uh, who, who might I be uh, having the pleasure of addressing today? Uh, well, we are the Wayward Watch. As apparent oh. by our cloaks. <laughs> I'll turn uh, around. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's O1 Ezra, WW underneath, O2, Zeradon. Yeah, I want to be O2. O2. I always like Jason the best. <laughs> oh, that's. that's, that's I, we've life. been expecting you. Gotcha. Um, uh, you have a uh, you have some of our best rooms booked, actually. Um, welcome to the Ruby Oasis. Again, my name is Chauncey. Um, I am your personal guide, actually. And he snaps his finger, and another one of these uh, uh, white-robed uh, servants stands up to uh, talk to Keskes about anything else that he needs to declare. Um, and he says, "If you would all follow me." Gladly. So long, Keskes. So long, friends. Thanks Thank you. Ride. Thank you for joining. Uh, if you need, if you need uh, workout, plenty of cargo to unload. Yes, yes. <laughs> Isn't that what hugs for? Hug is already like he's got like two barrels, and he's like, that is what hug is for. <laughs> Good job, hug. Um, so Chauncey <laughs> leads you uh, down this. Uh, it, all of the rest of the times that you guys have been to an airship dock, it's been like a wooden staircase leading down and everything. But this one, like, this is a perfect marble tower with a marble 
winding staircase that leads down into it. There's even art on the walls inside of here. Uh, just paintings by various different uh, artists that have come through and everything. Uh, they, they've painted everything from um, mythical creatures. You see one of a dragon uh, flying over Sky Peak because that's like what we saw. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly like that. And uh, same, same color and everything. <laughs> yes. Well, it was kind of blue, red, blue, red. It was kind of red. <laughs> Make it pink, brown. Make it be blue. Could it be violet? No. Uh, the violet sky painting is right here, actually. Oh, it could be purple. Mm. Anything it's, you want. It's a painting of hey, the cracking. This one yeah. looks like you. Can you see it? I'm just pointing at nothing. I see. Uh, it's you know, art is what you look. What you sometimes you see a little bit of yourself in it. Mm. So I'm glad you admire me enough to see it in another person. Yeah, looks just like you. Uh, but it's all about how you feel when you look at it. Definitely. Cold and plain and kind of. I got the new cloak. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> <laughs> you do a lot of like darkwing duck. So you get down to the bottom of the staircase as, as the discussion is ongoing about art, and there's just this velvet um, carpet that just leads off into, and it kind of there's like a perfect uh, stone walkway that's been crafted that leads from the tower. Uh, you can see that there are a couple other like exits to this tower, but this is the this is the guest exit, and it leads you to the front doors of this resort. Again, a lot of marble, a lot of really cool. Like they've got that. They've got the white marble with that kind of gold inlay. That um, what do they call it? The, the style where they break something and then they oh, fix it. Oh, kintsugi. Pottery. Yeah, kintsugi. Yeah. They've got like kintsugi art, basically architecture everywhere. And uh, he leads you up to the door, and he goes, "Welcome to the Ruby Oasis." And it opens up, and just. Yeah, it is just it's enchanted to do. As hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's fancy as everything that you've ever seen. Plus, like the doors more. Like it is. It, it, you feel <laughs> incredibly <laughs> underdressed just looking at it. Like even if you were to like look at it from afar, you would feel like I should probably be wearing better clothes to be able to even see this. Mm, I bet it smells amazing too. It is like. There is a garden inside, so it smells like all of the best flowers. Do you guys smell? It that? has it has the best flowers. I smell the inferiority. Is that you? Is that me? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. It smells pretty good. Now it's there are plenty good. of amenities. Uh, obviously, there the ground floor is for the spa area. Uh, you can feel free to get a massage. You can get uh, pretty much mm. anything. <laughs> Nobody can do justice like she can. <laughs> I guarantee you that we will beat whoever it is that gave you a massage before, my friend. We'll have to test that out. Um, we, do, we do suggest that you don't wear armor or, or weaponry while you're here. Unfortunately, this is a an establishment of uh, finer things, not of combat. Uh, and I do understand that there are those that may be a little bit opposed to that, but it's sort of a comfort thing. You're supposed to feel at home here rather than feel like you uh, need to protect yourself. We have religious exemption, I think. Robert well, kind of is our religion. I'm afraid I don't have anything else to wear. <laughs> oh, we will provide you with whatever you'd like. <laughs> want us walking around naked? We can do that. <laughs> if you would like, there are areas uh, just off to the beach over there. Oh, I'm at Rose. I'm at Rose, yes, exactly. institutions, it's yep. a real thing. The Tushies. Uh, <laughs> the Tushians. The Tushians. Remember? I was a different I'm time. unable to remove the armor as magic and bondage. Of course. And we understand if there are if there are 
extenuating circumstances. But if at all possible, if you feel comfortable, feel free to relax. That's what you're here for, after all. I feel like the DM is saying, lower your AC so I can stab you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do an insight check on you? Yeah, go ahead. Insight check on the DM. (laughs) My plus. I want to assassinate you. Insight. Mm. Just Minus one. Fifteen. I, I seem genuine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to have PTSD from when I went to a stranger in the bar and was like, hey, stranger, and he's like, ah! <laughs> no. so, Yeah, I have her own trust of this. Yeah, Sarah just like, it. armor off. Yeah. Okay. And she's got clothes on underneath. Yeah. And okay. she just takes Craggy and just <laughs> turns him into actually the collar. Oh, nice. And she just like puts it on. She's okay. like, Oh, you guys! I'm ready to enjoy of, myself. You sort of match. Now. <laughs> right. Vic, yes. Victor has a set of fine clothes, but the fine clothes have like small, not holsters, but like small areas to conceal the, the knife. To have the knife just sitting yeah. on. Um, and then, as you like, <clears throat> you can just leave your your yes. armor on the floor, and uh, Chauncey snaps will get his this, fingers. Right. And somebody's already like, there are a couple like gnomes that are picking all it up. Right, right. All I, right. I need you to remember: don't everything. put the lights with the darks. If you go and put the bleach in there, and it comes back, and my black cloak is now white, I might kill all of you. Probably I assure you, we have the best uh, hand washers. I just bought this cloak. I am broke. You didn't buy the cloak. I don't care what you say. You're, the, you're at the ritziest place you've ever been, and you're like, I am broke. <laughs> I am beyond broke. I want you to understand. It's my only thing. You're putting this on your Ruby Oasis card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you leave this kind of um, entrance atrium into the actual uh, resort, which is... It is this large kind of complex inside. There's the outside walls that make it look like a giant mansion, but inside there's a lot of smaller buildings with different amenities. There's this large kind of uh, park that surrounds the oasis itself that kind of gives it its name. Uh, off in the distance, like you, you see a few nobles here. They're all wearing very fancy clothes, uh, just relaxing, seeming to enjoy whatever high life nobles enjoy. I don't know, I'm not a noble. Um, but you do see uh, one person of note, and it is a, a dwarven woman, and she's walking around in uh, kind of the same clothing that everybody else is wearing, except for hers has a lot more like gold chains hanging from it, and she's she's uh, chatting with a few people quietly. And Chauncey goes, uh, "Over there is Ruby herself. Um, she she is available if you wish to speak with her. If you see her in the halls, um, technically she doesn't take meetings, so it's just more of the of a catch her when you can." Or if you wish to say hi. Sorry, did you see the drip on that dame? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you turn into like a gangster? Like what just happened? I'm, I'm afraid. Welcome to the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> the outfit it changes. It changes. You, you know? lose the armor and goes all fly. <clears throat> no, I, 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 I can't say I noticed any drip. No, I only had two drinks. I promise. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Chauncey leads you over to uh, an area right next to the uh, Oasis Beach itself. And there are five uh, separate, um, they look like huts, like your kind of standard. Cabanas. Type. Yeah, cabana Cabanas. huts. Oh, cool. yep. And he goes, uh, these five are yours. Feel free to take whichever one you want. Oh, wow. Already enjoying yourself, I see. <laughs> what, what, do you, I know that what do you do? Do you just sit here? That's going to be weird. But if you you can sit here, there are various sports that you can attend to. Uh, we do have the spa. There is an archery range. I'm just imagining. 
As he was walking we around and here? doing the typical like old guy putting his hands behind yeah, his back, just standing at things. Hmm, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like most of you probably has never have never had like a proper twentieth century vacation before. <laughs> None of your characters have, uh, so this might be a bit odd uh, to most of you. Yeah, Sari's just gonna relax in the cabana. Sari yeah. feels at home, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, go for a swim. As you enter into your cabana, it is. It is very similar to the room that you had in uh, Six Hills. Oh. Basically, it is a, a magical room that turns into. Oh yeah, forested canopy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. For me. Yep. Look, you can you can <clears throat> almost hear like the sounds of not only birds chirping, but maybe a little bit of like echoes from deep underground mm-hmm. as well, uh, because Sari probably has adapted a little bit to hearing the sounds of Malakoth mm-hmm. City. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a nice and that's the same thing for each of you. Obviously, Ezra probably looks a little bit different than the Six Hills one because he was a wizard think, back then. I know. I think when I walk in, it's still a library. Okay, but it's the books instead of being like arcane books, it's like strategies of war, archers like that. But it's still yeah. like I think Archer's it's still a library. Okay, so I'll go into like and start reading Both whatever their up. version of Art, Art of War is. <laughs> That's what's on the inside. The cover on the outside is like the Art of War, and then it's just naked ladies. It's just <laughs> <laughs> with bows and arrows. Yeah, with bows and arrows. Posing with bows Suggestively, and arrows. like mm-hmm. arrows. Strategically like placed. <laughs> Strategically placed arrows. Look, yeah. Look at that artist. Boy. Anyhow, Ezra, sorry, I Ezra's dad that. is very disappointed in him now. <laughs> that, that that's all. That's on you. <laughs> it's completely on me. Um, he, yeah, no, that's not what's in Well, <laughs> yes, uh, I guess get rid of our armor. Okay, time being. Um, he, yeah, he just armor. has the shirtless guy from the the other ring hammer away. Yeah. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's all it is. That's what the room is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know they fall in hard times. It's like those 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 firefighter calendars that they make. They make. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chauncey does say before, like, sending you off to your banner that he can send a Taylor over if you'd want for a personalized outfit. I suppose. Okay. Uh, so you can go ahead and design whatever fancy clothes, like mm. the fanciest clothes that you want for Eve to have, like mm. as fancy as she want or as simple as she want. That's up to you. Sweat uh, but they will they'll make it for you. Like the the tailor Watch will be literally. <laughs> so it's an axe uh, totally, and like while two hands are. Measuring you, the other two are like stitching the clothes together in uh, such fine fashion that um, it's almost a blur. Uh, Sounds awesome. Does one of them have black and white hair? The actually. And her name is Cruella. Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> um, Traditionally, they don't have oh, hair. Darling, but, uh, I have this this wonderful bound yeah. outfit. You love it. No, her name is Edna. So, no, <laughs> no capes. Yeah. Yeah. No Take off that stupid cloak. <laughs> no capes. Elaruk. 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 Like, Krillabak. Yep. Um, does anything change with anybody else's room? Uh, Bolt. Bolt's room is just going to be um, not actually a workshop this time. It's just going to be a big, comfy chair with lots of uh, different, like, jars. All over the table, t- full of full of different smells. Love <laughs> <laughs> smell and stuff. Yeah, so. Please, they're not body parts or <laughs> fresh, like... fresh painted buttress. 
Yeah, there's very there's a lot of buttresses. Oh yeah, around. <laughs> yeah, even it's though it doesn't it's really ringed with buttresses. Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> the chair itself has a bunch of tiny buttresses <laughs> under each like arm. I don't know <laughs> whose room is more sexual. But Bolt actually asks Chauncey's to make a set of clothing. Absolutely, but that, I'm sure that would be a wonderful uh, so experience for any of our teams. I was thinking of doing a like one of those super doublet with the big frill. No, uh, super, <laughs> those super regal like you, you see in a painting where like a king's like doing this, and you see like the the shoulders with the t- the tassel things yep, on them yep. and stuff. Yeah. Full on water that, and even a monocle. Yeah, yeah. I I just imagined you wearing the guy from Cinderella. I wear the guy in the blue, the no, little blue with the that's sash. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah, the 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 uh, major domo or yeah. Sari would have. Uh, Which one is that? I need to look are that you up. meaning to say He's that got you're walking around naked all the time? Yeah, he, he does have a monocle that pops out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But he can't take it off, so he's putting clothes on over the well, armor. Well, if we're all getting our clothes off, right, and then the armor makes him naked. He's uh, unarmored defense. He's a barbarian. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, Sari would, would have them make her something that you'd see maybe in like an elven court. So something like a like a, a very elegant gown that was like very sort of, I don't know, flowy. I'm thinking like Galadriel in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Pretty. Um, which which would be surprising probably for people to see <clears throat> to see her in something so where's your feminine? I mean, we saw we saw you make Craggy into a skirt, and that was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> this is doubly shocking. At least yeah. Craggy isn't the skirt this time. <laughs> Craggy, remember this design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eve is wearing like a, it's green, but it has like gold trim, and it's almost like a like a Grecian. Um, Toga type thing, okay. but it it kind of uh, it, it's it's kind of like a dress, kind of goes down the back, but she has pants underneath. Okay, cool. Because yeah, she's Practical. not quite into the dress yeah. yet. Okay, I like it. Uh, Victor, what about you? Are you getting uh, what? I guess you have your own fancy clothes. I mean, it has. Like. I have like it basically be the like ceremonial. Um, Stuff so I'd probably ask him to, to make something a little bit more comfortable, less like formal, mm-hmm. um, but with the same kind of designs, like showing him like it needs to have the pockets right here. So if you know, if I need to sharpen my blade or whatever, I can you know throw I'm, it down. I, I mean, the the point is not to have blades on you, but I understand <laughs> it's if that's what you want. So it is for religious purposes, right? Uh, what about Ezra? Probably do like. Like a kimono, I think. Yeah. Like, but pretty plain. Like, not a lot of design to it. Maybe just like black <laughs> and white. I think it's like a, like a very pale blue. And then Bolt looks uh, the very model like of a modern major general. The, uh, the wardrobe. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, Bolt feels very the, fancy. What's the word? Yes. The, Is it in the same like the clothing white, design episode? Uh, I like it. Yeah, no, it's it's a dark blue, okay. dark blue, but it has like a little bit of gold trim and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm calling your outfit the major general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you you all like you spend some time with the tailor. They get the suits, the outfits made for you. And uh, I, I think it's one of those one of those fun moments in movies where everybody steps out of their room at the same time <laughs> and immediately like starts looking left to right and like 
like what the heck like yeah it quickly devolves into just, just start staring laughing contest. at Sari but then like <laughs> kind of like maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know blast Ezra <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened to your eye <laughs> is that real or is that, uh, is I, that... I mean I'll just right over his shoulder like, uh, hit the wall you don't as you cast your yeah. spell, it there nothing happens. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. you're lucky. I don't know what's blocking yeah, I, my map. I try to just create a little firebolt. Yeah, nothing. Uh, I don't like this. We've let our guard down, and now we're getting song out. Seems to be some sort of shadowsong is not magic suppression. Is Darian here? Uh, Darian is still here. Okay. Walks in the room. <laughs> he's, he's also in a dress. He's <laughs> very lovely. I don't feel so um, good, Eve. Cha- Chauncey did ask if Darian would feel more comfortable in the stables. Um, but if if he if you wish to have him here, that is fine as well. He must be here. He needs to have his own outfit too. Do you um, totally embrace the, the rich purpose? You're like, <gasps> <gasps> dare you? <laughs> Good uh, dare you, sir? Darian looks like the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. He's got the, he, he, he gets the frill. Pocket yeah, he gets the ruffles. I'm yeah. late. I'm yeah. late. For Pocket watch in, in his pouch. <laughs> So but it's like a big old gangster pocket watch. Hanging off of yeah. this new <laughs> collar. Heart eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Evie. I'm glad that you can appreciate it, unlike some of our friends. I appreciate it. I knew you just shot me after, or tried to. <laughs> I'd say you look nice, but I can't say you look so. Um, you sound nice. Thank you. You all look lovely as well, you especially nice. Evie. Thank you. <laughs> Something that I haven't mentioned, by the way, is... Um, I think Sari has started to... Sorry, do you want to lean forward a little bit for the yeah. I think um, Sari has started to let... Uh, like the, the shaved side of her head, like start to grow in. Okay. She kind of stopped shaving it. Mm-hmm. Probably back around the time when um, Clan Fallowshield offered her a place among them. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's it's probably in that like kind of ugly phase right now, mm-hmm. where it's like a little too long. She's not quite sure what to do with it. <laughs> so we need cast a restoration spell <laughs> quick. <laughs> <laughs> but she's I think she's decided to not not that she's leaving the vanguard necessarily, but that she's kind of not as attached to that um, aspect of her appearance as she used to be for what it's worth. Okay. All right, uh, so you guys uh, kind of are, are standing around talking a little bit. Uh, Chauncey comes up uh, noticing that you're all um, out in the mountain says, uh, is there anything that I can provide you? Uh, are you? Uh, curious for dinner. Uh, would you like to go see tonight's entertainment? All of the above. And a tour of your shipping district. He's very interested in distribution. Right? Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. I can have I can have someone to take us to the shipping area. Um, it is a, a, a bit... I mean, it's not dangerous. It's just there's a lot of moving pieces. I'm, I'm sure that wouldn't be a problem for one such as you. I can handle myself. Thank okay. you. Uh, and then the rest of you, uh, I, I want you to know that uh, tonight the um, the Damascus Promenade does arrive in the Ruby Oasis. Uh, shortly after the evening's entertainment, they should be arriving and finishing setting up, as it were. So if you have a little bit of pocket change and want to go have some fun, there is always that as well. But first, dinner? Absolutely. Chauncey, does no one's magic work here? 
Ah, yes. Uh, inside the uh, building... Not that we use magic because it's outlawed by, by the Arcana. <laughs> well, I mean, not all magic is outlawed by the Arcana. Okay. It's all right. Uh, it, we understand. Isn't some? I mean, uh, chronergy, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Necromancy. That part. Necromancy, that. Is, necromancy is frowned things. upon. It's not necessarily outlawed. But, but magic. Yes, uh, there is a there is an anti-magic field within the facility as well. Um, it's a, There's a, a certain attunement... Um, that you can attune to, hence why all of your cabanas still uh, show you the specific magical uh, area that uh, is most comfortable to you. But uh, we don't hand out that. Uh, it's not like a <laughs> not like a Wi-Fi password. It's I mean. not free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, there's no free Wi-Fi. Um, so un- unfortunately, no magic is usable inside here. Uh, anything that is uh, summoned outside, and he gives you a little wink, uh, and brought in is still available to be seen. They don't disappear or anything like that. Uh, but uh, it is it is mostly, it's, it's very difficult to maintain. Uh, I'll tell you that much. And he's saying all this as he's like leading you through the paths and everything. Um, past like, there's actually some of those, um, what's the word? Those uh, Zen gardens oh, yeah. that a few people are, are, are raking through uh, slowly. Uh, one very slowly. He's a turtle, after all. Um, and <laughs> and he he kind of leads you into this uh, this uh, pavilion tent that is just out. There's just food laid out all along the table. And he said, "Here is your meal for the evening." <laughs> there's there's a lot of like really good stuff. It, it's as you like start tasting a few of like the little um, treats and everything, it's not quite Einar's level. Uh, we can't get her here that often, unfortunately. Uh, but it is very tasty food. Hmm. Hmm. If this well, were real real life, I would ask Colby what to eat. So instead, hmm. evil asks Sari, what should I have? Hmm. I. I'm sort of in the mood for some lunaberry bread pudding. <laughs> there is lunaberry bread pudding. Oh, yes. look, they have peppers. Very mm. spicy. <clears throat> they they have peppers that have multiple colors, like in stripe formation. I would like, <laughs> I would like to sample the spiciest items okay. you have on hand. Um, it it breaks through whatever barrier like prevents you from tasting spice and, and feeling spice. It is so spicy. That's why, I, that's why I like it. Spicy. Take yeah. one, point of, uh, one point of damage. <laughs> one point of fire And damage. a point of exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that comes later. Uh, yeah. uh, what about Ezra and Victor? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever, whatever smells best. Yeah. Okay. I pro- you probably gravitate to the liquor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. is a vacation. Uh, so only. you're sitting down, you're eating a nice meal, uh, and the one of the walls of the pavilion pulls back as a couple servants... Uh, pull them back to reveal the shifting sands beyond, which is the uh, this large desert in the northwestern part of the continent or of the of the world itself. It's the northwestern continent, I guess. I guess you can call them continents. Just split by water. And uh, Chauncey said, uh, "Now, before we before the entertainment begins, I want to assure you that everything is under control, so you don't have to worry about anything. Uh, just enjoy and don't think that uh, anything is going wrong." And he steps off to the side. Sounds ominous. And you can see, you can see yeah. a uh, a lone man kind of uh, steps out onto the dunes, and he unscrews this large jar, and he just starts pouring um, spice 
onto the ground, and it's just this kind of glittery spice. And um, as it, just about as he's done emptying the jar, there's kind of this rumble that starts uh, shaking the food a little bit. Uh, not enough to make anything fall off, of course. It looks spice like is life. Magically enchanted. And he does, like, the guy does uh, kind of hastily run away. Like, he's trying to keep that same servant propriety, but he's also looked like he's panically trying to, like, run from uh, whatever it is he's just summoned. Shihalud. And it purple is worm? a giant purple worm that bursts out of the ground <laughs> oh, no. and into the sky. And you can hear a lot of, like, <gasps> gasps from the other pavilions and applause as, like, a couple... Um, a, a couple dragonborn and goliaths and everything start going up and they start like wrapping ropes around it to try and like wrangle it and everything and they and as they do like as they get the ropes around it the worm starts like swinging its head and um, not the goliaths uh, but these uh, thinner uh, more acrobatic elves and stuff start using that to swing around on and do these dazzling displays they start like launching from one rope and catching each other and everything and it is this beautiful it's almost like a Cirque du Soleil show or Cirque du Soleil um, but with a purple worm involved so and the worm the worm just apparently like seems to be like just kind of swaying back and forth as soon as it starts bursting out whatever whatever was in that jar is kind of keeping it not uh, docile but mesmerized enough that it's not physically attacking anything we don't do that See the spiders. <laughs> the big spiders. Yeah. Yeah. This is the LSD one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a it's a glorious night of entertainment. And oh, yeah, and I, I think I think that is probably um, that's not where we're going to end it, but that is where that evening ends. Like there's no there is no sudden attack that happens or anything. <laughs> there's no cruel DM shenanigans oh. that go on. Um, but you do enjoy a very nice night. Uh, watching a purple worm acrobatics show. <laughs> On the DM screen, it pops up and says, Victor will remember this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. That's one point. One one positive <laughs> reputation for Plus Victor. one paragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then afterwards, you guys can settle in for the evening. Uh, the, the tour guide comes over and asks Bolt when he wants to go see the shipping district. As soon as possible. Of course. Uh, we can head out now if you'd like, sir. So, does anyone want to come with us? I think we maybe we all should. should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to abandon you to get I'm jumped right. by the infinite sight. I might need a distraction if I need to investigate and try to find out. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't say any of this in front of. No, of course not. Yeah. This is all like maybe we discuss this before. Uh, I feel like Chauncey would be kind of cool with it. I mean, to <laughs> be to be fair, anytime like you're not actively addressing a servant, they look for all the world like they're not listening to anything. <laughs> Whether or not they actually hear something, they wouldn't tell. Uh, but so everybody gears up again, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going there without armor. Right. It's too risky. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, put my fancy clothes in the bag of holding. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so you guys head out. Uh, he starts giving you a tour. There's only like two or three different um, warehouses around here. You can see a small dock. You can see the tr- the greatest treasure has left. For the evening, uh, Kes Kes is off to some unknown adventure. I know. No, no. <laughs> uh, but there is like, there's only like one airship at the dock that seems to be there for the evening. Again, it's another, it's another pleasure barge. There, you know, this one inlaid with as much gold as it can without falling from the sky. Um, and there's, there's no docks, or uh, there are docks. There's no boats at the docks. Is what I'm trying to say, ships, whatever. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, how how would you like to handle this? So, I mean, are we under supervision the whole time, I assume? I mean, the tour guide is, like, being like, and this is the, the A dock, this, or the A warehouse, this is the B warehouse, this is the C one. Uh, so he's not he's not taking you inside to see them all. Obviously, he thinks it's a, a rather weird request, but he's not going to say anything. Um, I want to try casting um, a spell. Okay. Sleep. Well, no, I, like I was going to try to to use my um, Song of the Unseen. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you start, uh, you know, singing about forgetting you. Mm-hmm. And it does take effect. You're outside of the right. resort itself, yes. so the okay. anti-magic field is no longer in effect. And uh, shortly enough, everybody roll me a wisdom save. All right. I failed. Oh, yeah, so uh, what did you roll? Eve? Uh, it, it failed. Because it no. has to be 15. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. Okay, Victor? I rolled 13 for t- with perception. Uh, it wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom yeah. Oh, wait. No, I, 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 I did. I passed, but for saves, what does my aura do? Oh, plus oh, it's four. a plus four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To all allies. So yeah. Everybody gets a plus oh, four on the saves. Six, eight. Okay. Nice. Wow, oh, seventeen. Then. Seventeen, yeah. Uh, so you you all watch, or you all like watch uh, Sarah kind of like just start walking away as as she's singing, and you can like even like focusing on her, you can see her kind of like shifting around, almost as if she's a mirage in this oasis. And um, the other the other guy just the the tour guide just kind of continues on his way. He turns around and he goes. And then just keeps <laughs> uh, keeps explaining like how the shipping, mo- how most of the shipping comes from across the uh, across the river, where a small townstead basically develops a lot of the produce that the Ruby Oasis uses. It's all funded by uh, Ruby and and the the business here. And basically, it's this small little boom town that's uh, cropped up because of the Oasis itself. So where are you heading? Yeah, I'm just going to the nearest warehouse, whichever one's closest. Okay, uh, that would be probably warehouse C. Okay. Uh, so you can go in there. Go ahead and give me warehouse thirteen. Uh, give me an investigation check. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use my inspiration on that. Natural twenty. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it's actually <coughs> you start looking through uh, boxes and um, it wasn't you who discovered the actual. Yeah, uh, address, I was it was with, Ezra. Oh, I thought that we were together. Ezra was the one who spotted it. Okay. Uh, yeah. But but Ezra told you about like the little, like he told you about the address, and then he also told you about these three little like wavy lines in one of the corners that have been kind of burned in, and uh, you you kind of uh, look around a little bit, and you do end up finding some crates with these lines in them, and they were kind of sequestered off to the side. Yeah. And uh, there's a large crate and like several smaller ones yeah. in it. And they all are, uh, their their from address is Big Town. Big Town. Yep. Okay. Um, any specific, like, uh, location in Big Town that might help me narrow it down? Um, let's go ahead and say they are from the Perkipski, Perkipski. Shipping, shipping Company. Okay. Perkipski Shipping Company in Big Town. Yep. Um, I want to pop one of them open. Okay. Uh, are you going for one of the smaller crates, or are you going for the big one? Smaller. Okay. Uh, you open up the smaller crate, and you see you see several, like, 
you see several uh, different things in there. There's like a couple more of those cases that look like they carry potions in them. Uh, you see a uh, a few like things of equipment. There's a couple. Uh, mostly, it's mining equipment. Mm. It looks like that they've been they've been trying to ship it out somewhere. You 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 see that the two address is actually um, a a town called. Uh, No, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of the town's name because it's not on the map. Oh, uh, it's called Morris Bend. Morris Bend. Yep, and it, they, which is a town that you're not familiar with, so or okay. it's a, a place that you're not familiar. Okay. With. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pocket some of the potions. Okay. Yeah, they're just standard healing potions okay. in these ones. And then I'm gonna pop open. So my my spell lasts for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So I I want to try and get back to the group before it runs out. Okay. But if there's time, I'd like to. Maybe pop open one of the bigger ones too, and just see what's okay. inside. Uh, yeah, so you can you can go ahead and pop open one of the big ones, and as you like, as you like, peel it back. You see that like, covered in all the straw is another one of those scarab guardians uh, that doesn't appear to be active at the moment. It just kind of is sitting in there, curled up. Damn. Tempted to attack it, but then I would die. <laughs> well, so like, reprogram it to protect us. Yeah, if only <laughs> I had some sort of knowledge about how those things might work <laughs> yeah i'll just um i'll just kind of gosh i better write it down because i'm sorry so she's gonna like i don't know yeah. if i have a quill and a pen but i'm like <laughs> i don't know i'm just gonna be like big town Take a picture with your persnickety um yeah i'll just Really hard to remember the names of the things, and, uh, and then and as the GM, so why? <laughs> Thank you. I, I wrote them down. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and then I'm just gonna try and run back, and uh, I'm, well, I'll try and like, like put everything back together as, be- as best I can. You yeah. know what I mean? But and then uh, Craggy was a crowbar, by the that's way. right. Yeah, right? oh, for yeah, sure. Okay. She's just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So go ahead and add four healing potions. Nice. Uh, just in your search there, your quick search. Uh, and then you get back as everybody's kind of finishing up. Like, you you have all been delaying and being like, oh, <laughs> what is that over there? And the tour guide is definitely getting a little like, okay, I I, I understand that you're guests and this is, <laughs> but I want to go to bed. Like, <laughs> but then uh, Sari finally shows up and you all see him or her approach. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, she, and he goes, is there anything else that I can, any other questions? This has that I been can the answer? most fascinating tour. Thank you so much. Are you, you're quite welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Hermione in Harry Potter. Yeah. Too. Like, well, how long have you been here? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I've been here the whole time. What are you talking about? And, and he leads you back to the resort. And as soon as you guys are like back in the door, he's like, have a wonderful evening. And then he ducks away to Same. go. Right. Well, that was most productive. Um, what did you find out? I found some crates from the Infinite Site. They were shipped here from Big Town, mm. uh, from a shipping company that starts with a P and ends in a snickety. Kipsky? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> That's a natural 20 on a history check from uh, Eve. You've heard of that shipping company before? I use them all the time. <laughs> Kipsky. And um, and then some of the crates were being sent from here onto another town that starts with an M and ends in something else. What? Morris Bend. 
Morris Band, yes, Morris Band, <laughs> yeah, which I've never heard of before. Mor- yeah, right. I was no. I mean, you could have turned Dang, Paggy into like a pen, yeah, a fountain sure. pen, for and sure. rent it down. For some reason, it only writes in blood. There were healing Weird. potions. <laughs> Who needs a healing potion? I've got several. I start passing about. Um, everyone gets one. Infinite sight. It's okay. Healing one. You only have four, right? Yeah, yeah I but I already, I already have two. I'm good. Oh, I've got a bunch. I have two. All right, fine. I'll just keep them. Um, and, and well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Need, I don't need one. You guys and there were, there were there was a lot of mining equipment for some reason. Mm. Mm, the time crystals, perhaps the mining. That's good guess. <gasps> but um, it would appear that our stay in the Ruby Oasis might not be very prolonged after all. Mm. Unfortunately. We should try and extend it. It is on Lady Castor's dime. But you do have that little side quest that you're supposed to do, and we were supposed to go to Big Town anyway, so that's very convenient. I'm pretty sure at the bottom of the paper it says extra 100 XP or something. (laughs) So we do want to make sure we get there. (laughs) And we should say hello to to Ruby herself. Uh, Right. And and we should make sure that we're well rested and recuperated. Right, exactly. I could use a massage. Spa. Perhaps a facial. Yes. We also. All available. Maybe they have to help with your growth. Ah, uh, yes, but uh, she's like very <laughs> self-conscious. Sound like she's got like a hump on her. <laughs> do, you need, do you need a doctor? <laughs> what, what kind of growth is this? Like, uh, right. <laughs> Perhaps some sort of hair tonic or something would be nice, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? You can get I'm that so from the Damascus Promenade. I'm sure they have that. Sounds like something they would sell. <laughs> that is like. Me to a T. I say the dumbest things sometimes, Perhaps and I always make people uncomfortable. I just like say what comes to my mind. I'm like, "Wow, you look really handsome today," and they're like, "Aren't you a married woman?" I'm like, "I'm just telling you that you look handsome." And I just make people uncomfortable. Take a take a and compliment. Damn it! <laughs> Nothing wrong with being. Nice. Can we get something to help with your growth? <laughs> uh, Say that to a short person. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so it is an all hours <laughs> spot oh, if you excellent. want. Like there is like th- this whole place is designed basically to cater to your every whim. I am going yeah. to the spa. Yeah. I'll tell you all the yes. things I want right now okay. in my own personal Perfect. life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, they have those like chocolate baths that you can take. Um, no, but you're gonna say like yeah, chocolate I know. infused. Like <laughs> actual chocolate? With THC, but. Oh yeah, definitely, like, oh, sure. chocolate yeah. Chocolate. They, they will melt the chocolate for you up in, those, a, in a full bath. But I want so. one of those like wraps where they like wrap your body up and like cover you in hot blankets and stuff. I think you're just going to like a restaurant and they're trying to eat you. <laughs> they're turning you into, into like Sarah's gonna get a, like a, even a blanket. Sarah's gonna get a honey coconut like full body scrub. Okay. Oh yeah. Ooh, that and sounds so followed nice. by a massage. Victor will Ezra get wants a full some... mani pedi. <laughs> I want something that smells like smoke and like gunpowder and like steel. <laughs> like manly you know, you know, all of the Axe body spray brands. <laughs> oh, Marv, please don't. But like high end. <laughs> all mixed high in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. He's got to smell like he's been, you know, at the forge or something. Bolt, you want a little buff? 
Oh, buffing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like, like we've just gone to the Emerald City. The Tin Man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's before the award ceremony when they clean up C3PO. Like, yes. <laughs> in a hot oil bath. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come out and be like, I, you probably don't recognize me Stop. because of my red arm. <laughs> 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 like, my silver arm. Nice to match my gown. Jolly old town. Okay. So fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is. And the masseuses are. If you do get a masseuse sure. or a massage, they are even better Whoa. than Helga, which is saying something because her hands were magic. Oh, I'm debating showing them the coral and asking if they know they magic. about them. Her hands got caught off as a child. She has little magic yes. hands. Save it. Save for big time. Yes. <clears throat> mm, yeah, a massage. That sounds so great. Mm-hmm. I'll join you. I have we'll a special just... place in my heart for Helga, but you are doing really well. I don't know what her name is. Or his name. Uh, it, it's a her, and she says, thank you, I appreciate that. I don't know who this Helga is, but... Uh, <laughs> She's the greatest masseuse outside of the Ruby Oasis. Maybe we'll have to snatch her up. And Victor's, like, a She's table over, and he's got his head down, and he's like, hey, she works at the House of Ill Repute. The dreary lady. I mean, some of us used to work there. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, Victor, why are you slut-shaming so, everyone? So. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> Never mind. It's okay. Uh, what are you thinking of the happy ending? So, so I will no, say that it is like Sorry. Victor and Ezra are getting massages right next to each other. And like fighting the whole it time. Is, it's not even relaxing. Yeah, it is one masseuse and she does have magic hands. She's using mage hand on one of you. You get to pick oh, which awesome. one. Oh, but it's just okay. the the mage hand, and we'll just say that it's two because I yeah, can make two sure. mage hands. I'm the DM, or it's, uh, a, it's an astral self monk. Yeah, there exactly. You go. Yeah, yep. the arms, <laughs> the arms, arms they've got. Arms arms. I had to kill so many cobalts <laughs> to be able to go astral self and then get the extra arms. Listen, I got this knot. Can you go a little harder? And it's just like. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they don't pay, she just stuns them. That's right. Sorry, I'm out of key points. In reality. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I woke up and I'm out of key points. <laughs> when in reality, if if they ever did like, if Victor went and had his own room, he'd just feel lonely if it was the oh, yeah. the thing. So in reality, it's it's he does it because he wants company. Okay, not out of true. But it's spite. It, yeah, it's definitely there's plenty of spite involved, but not uh, yeah. not not actual spite. Under yeah, yeah. And, like, and and no. Sarah no. now yeah. very self conscious is looking for some hair tonic. The quest. So you win fight. So terrible. The quest for hair tonic. She's gonna come back and it's gonna like overgrow or something. Yeah. So you wouldn't find any in the the resort. Like obviously okay. they're like, well we can. Uh, you could check the promenade. Like something obviously for like, like scalp scalp yeah. stimulation or that, something. Yeah, that's not typically what we provide. We don't usually provide like restoration magic. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. Oh no, you guys don't hear any of this. This is very. This is me being very discreet yeah. with it, my masseuse. Everyone thinks you're out looking for drugs, but you're yeah. just looking you're, for. You're doing your your, uh, your song of the unseen so that nobody else right, like exactly. knows that you're searching for this. <laughs> but we we succeed on our saves and know she's there. Yeah, we're just, we're like, just ignoring her. Yeah. So pleasant evening all around. I think that is where we're going to call it tonight. On a very good note. Um, no surprise combats or anything. Everything's cool. Uh, and next time we'll get into uh, probably a little bit with the uh, the Damascus Promenade, 
and then uh, hopefully Big Town beyond that, and who knows what is in store. Dragons. Potentially dragons. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Hopefully you had a fun time, a relaxing time. Go get a massage. You deserve one. And Eat some chocolate. Yeah, or and bathe, that's even a blanket. Or bathe and you deserve one if you like and subscribe. <laughs> if not, GTFO. <laughs> yeah, if not, well, come on, massage. I can't really tell you what to do. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, have a pleasant evening, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye, Bye guys. See ya. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>